The following is an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio Digital Media. Brought to you by Brown and Wood, Buick GMC, Cadillac and Mazda. Hey Pirate Nation, this is Tom Brown from Brown and Wood Buick GMC Truck. We've been serving the Pirate Nation in Eastern North Carolina for 83 years. We have four brands, three generations, two showrooms, and one goal to make sure you leave a happy customer. We're located on Greenville Boulevard next to the Convention Center or shop us online at brownandwoodauto.com. The following is an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. You can paint this with purple. Now live from the Pirate Radio studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Hello and welcome into a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here with you back inside the Pirate Radio studios on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We are on... 1250 930. You can find us online, pr927fm.com, and watch the show on Facebook Live and on YouTube. We've got a lot of great stuff going up on our YouTube page at Pirate Radio TV. We got the Mike Houston press conference interviews with Paul Naylor's Bruce Bivens, Gerard Stringer. And coming up later, it is a condensed week with the Pirates playing on Thursday. We will have our interviews with the coordinators, Donnie Kirkpatrick and Blake Carroll. So you can watch those in their entirety at our youtube page on pirate radio tv all right uh we got a packed show for you today brian bailey going to join us in just a little bit to talk about his crazy travels and his long stay in houston on saturday night we will hear from mike houston coming up at four o'clock his press conference comments from earlier today also if we have time we'll hear from Holden naylor's bruce bivens gerard stringer our normal monday editions of the players lounge will have to happen next monday uh, because with the shortened week, the guys were too busy to drop by the Pirate Radio studios on this particular Monday. Coming up in the 5 o'clock hour, Troy D will be alongside. We'll talk to Captain Chris Sutton and Eric Ward from ECU Marketing. Talk about the game coming up on Thursday night. Give you all the info you need to know heading into East Carolina and South Florida, where the Pirates are an early touchdown favorite in that game. As I look to my right, I see some familiar faces. Shirley Rhodes, Chandler Honeycutt, how we doing on this Monday? What's up? What's up? What's going on? Still trying to catch up on sleep. Yeah, I'm I'm down. Ellerby's here to my left. He's always up. Hello, Ellerby. What's up, Clipper? It's a victory Monday for your Braves. Let's try to start something positive around. You're surprised you don't have a Braves hat on. Well, Hornets are three and zero. Braves play tomorrow. I thought I'd show the Hornets a little love. They play the Celtics tonight. Their undefeated season might come to an end, but. Uh, the Braves will be playing the Astros game one in Houston Tuesday night. Selfishly, <clears throat> this sets up perfect because you got Braves, Astros Tuesday, Wednesday, Pirates Thursday, and then more Braves, Astros Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Man, this, it's, it's a good sports week for Clip Brock. <clears throat> I'm fired up. Can the can Clip Brock have a victory on all his days of Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday? well no i can but i think the astros will win at least one okay maybe three hopefully not four uh i do think the pirates will be victorious coming up on thursday night when they take on south florida but what do i know uh pirates are coming off another one you've heard it too many times this year 
another one that they let slip away. It was a, a crazy comeback in the fourth quarter, which Chandler, you were on it. Right when South Florida, or right when uh, Houston lined up to kick a field goal up by 14, you said if he misses this, it could get familiar. It could it could be shades of Marshall, and sure enough, like Hulk Hogan in the 80s, LRB towards the end of wrestling matches, when the guy would punch him and Hulk would Hulk up oh. and get those magic powers and start shaking in the ring. The Pirates do that when an opponent misses a field goal. They can't do anything on offense until an opponent misses the field goal late in the game. And then they found their way. They scored the defense, which played their tails off all night, which is the best defensive performance I've seen maybe since the skip era, the way they just kept getting off the field every single time. They get a strip. Pirates take advantage. They go and score again, tie it up. In like two plays. It and was quick. Good grief. Once again, just so many opportunities opportunity to uh put the ball in the end zone or kick a field goal late in that game and walk away and, and steal one from houston but mm. they cannot get it done maybe, maybe instead of the injury tent they should come up with the offensive huddle tent and just show videos of them missing field goals <laughs> and then and then they come out and then they know that they do the hulk thing that you just did that was a great the they, hulk they show famous uh, missed field goals like they'll show the double doink yeah in chicago and like, now ah, in the nfl they have the um microsoft surface yeah whatever yeah. They, but I, I don't know about college what they but they could go old school print out the uh the film and just have pass around yeah. famous missed field goals just they're missing field goals guys here's what's getting ready to happen All right, let's go score let's go let's go maybe that's the secret uh, instead of omaha miss field goal miss field goal man so uh the pirates drop one that they they could have had three and four I think the next four games are the. I mean, we we all said it even before the Houston. I mean, that's the, the crazy thing is everybody looked at the UCF and the Houston game and was like, man, didn't think we would even win those and had a great chance. And now everybody's expectation is going into these next at least two games at home are to be at five and four by the time it's all said and done when the Owls leave town. So. I just think, man, Thursday night they got to come out with their hair on fire. Uh, it's going to be a blackout. Can uh, the Pirate Nation show up? Will you know ECU football show up and be ready to rock at home and uh, get back to even? That's going to be a concern. Mike Houston talked a lot about that. They didn't get back in town until like Saturday, uh, Sunday morning at six o'clock or whatever. So you've got that quick turnaround. You've got to do a great job of combining the practice you need to get ready for a game and not wearing these guys out after they just played a physical uh, ball game against Houston on Saturday night. Very late Saturday night, Sunday morning. And South Florida coming off a uh, win this past weekend. They're so feeling they, good about themselves. So, so they've, they're bringing some momentum into Dowdy Ficklin Stadium and uh, on a short week uh, with uh, some confidence of that, hey, maybe they're turning things around in Tampa. So uh, it sets up for an interesting game and uh, Pirates, a six-point favorite, was the early opening line. So uh, you just got to think, man, Pirates have got to find a way to play good football on Thursday and get a W, no matter what. Uh, we were with you early in the morning on Sunday on the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. And again, we had a lot of calls, uh, a lot of great calls, people giving their thoughts, good, bad, whatever. Uh, and I appreciate that. We also had the same dude that called last game, that had the conspiracy theories and stuff going mm -hmm. uh and he used a different name this time uh and i'm not going to replay that one that is available on social media um but 
I am going to play the call right after that one. So we got the call from this guy who's basically, you know, blaming Pirate Radio for part of ECU's football issues. Um, and if you want to hear that, you can go to our social media. I don't want to give that any more time, really. Um, and this is the call we got directly after that, which is incredible to me. This is John's fifth quarter call. Right after I I had to scream at a guy and lose my mind, uh, let's hear what John had to say. Hey, John. Hey, how are you guys doing? <laughs> Great. Thanks for asking. Uh, I think Larry's an idiot, uh, personally. That was really hard to listen to. Uh, look, I got something very far-fetched for you guys tonight, all right? I don't think many people are going to agree with it. But I think we need to bring back Coach Mo. Oh, my God. What are we doing? What? What are we doing, y'all? We're here at 1.47 a.m. And we're talking about Coach Mo. Coach Mo beat UNC and NC State. I haven't seen Mike Houston do that. All right. Well, maybe we'll do that this offseason. Mike Houston hasn't beaten either one of them. And he played. He played state. So why are we bringing back Coach Bo Jeff Crawford? Because they just need another chance. All right. There's John in Greenville. Thanks, John. 317-1250. We need a break. We need a bullet. And I know it's 2 o'clock in the morning, but anybody – Anybody that calls into this show and says that Scotty Montgomery needs to come back. He's trying to be funny. 317-1250. Shirley, please take us to break. Please get me out of here. Please. Chandler, somebody. Let's go to break. (laughs) Can we go to break? Shirley, stop taking calls. Shirley, please. Please, please. I just want to go to break. She said, hold on. I just want to go home. So, yeah, that was uh, part of the night slash morning, Sunday morning, as uh, the phone lines, as you could hear, were lighting up at 10 till 2. As soon as they would open, it was <laughs> as like soon as they unleashing said the, the coach. <laughs> yeah. Then that spurned then, more phone oh, calls. Oh, man. Yeah. What? You should have asked him if. No, you know, I shouldn't have asked him anything. He sh- was getting off the phone as quick you as possible. You should have asked him if you mind if you call him Johnny. <laughs> that's your name that's an inside joke <laughs> yeah inside joke <laughs> In fact, i'm just trying to lighten the mood get your spirits back up a little bit clip he was you a, seen that cost him to take you back to a dark spot in here i was watching you the whole time when we were listening to it had flashbacks you I, you were like was, you were having flashbacks i was hoping you were meditating but uh come to think of it i think you were having nasty flashbacks from early sunday morning and we had uh 99 awesome calls yeah, yeah and and we appreciate that so yeah that's not the full summary of, of what happened not at in all the, in the fifth quarter there's uh, certainly some uh, folks that uh, evaluate the game and uh we appreciate what uh, the pirate radio team does here they uh go above and beyond the call of duty to uh field your calls before and after every game be here on thursday at 3 30 for the bud light pregame tailgate and here a little bit later this time for the uh u.s sailor fifth quarter call and show not as late as uh, Saturday, but uh, also, uh, in case folks are listening, Temple Game announced today, Clip. Three o'clock, so that's a good kickoff time for uh, <laughs> pre-game and post-game Clip Brock on a Saturday. Yep, that's great. 
John says as a frequent John Moody says the frequent John of this program I uh, have to release a statement to say that was not me wow that was not John Moody um, I would hope so yeah uh, John we know you better than that I think we know his voice better than that yeah we, we know uh, we know John um, but yeah we will uh, we'll be with you after the game coming up so a 3:30 start time for the Bud Light pregame tailgate on Thursday. We'll be with you after the game. And then, as you said, the Temple start time, 3 o'clock on ESPN Plus the week after. So uh, we'll be here with you 11 a.m. on the Bud Light pregame tailgate on that particular Saturday. So huge back-to-back home games here. Since you lost the South Carolina game, lost the UCF game, lost the Houston game, next two weeks, if you want to go to a bowl, are must-wins. Yes. Have to have them. Yeah, I think uh, the road to a bowl game starts with uh, the victory on Thursday night. If not, you've painted yourself into a very, very tight corner that you don't want to be in. I think the path to a bowl game is winning the next three. And then taking... Does that include at Memphis? Yes. And, uh, which looks which I, a lot more beatable, Which though. is looking very, very... I mean, if you are playing this close to Central Florida and Houston on the road, at Memphis doesn't seem as daunting anymore not at all and, i mean so i, I but it, but it's, i mean week to week you got you got to beat usf temple looks easier than usf based on what they've recently done and then memphis and then then you're sitting at 6 and 4 clip brock with a navy game and then then an opportunity to put your name on the map nationally assuming cincinnati can continue to run the table for a national audience at Dowdy Ficklin Stadium the Friday after Thanksgiving. So there's still a lot more football. The door is still pretty much cracked open for East Carolina to make some noise and still reach a lot of their goals. Um, William W.J. O'Connor says, I hope the weather changes for Thursday. As I look now, looks like, uh, well, some precipitation. Yeah, it's hard to. Evening. It's way too hard to trust the weather forecast at this point. I mean, it, it's There's hopefully no lightning. I mean, the, I, when I was down at the Orlando game, they were calling for rain all day on Saturday, all week, and then it was probably one of the most beautiful days in Florida <clears throat> for that day. It's actually almost hot in the stadium during the pregame warmup. So I'm not too concerned about the weather until maybe PRL on Wednesday afternoon. We'll take a, a closer look 24 hours out. Also, uh, Chandler, I'll let you handle this. Good question from Casey. He says, what's the keys to getting Mo back a little bit, if anything? <laughs> Here's a, uh, the keys to victory this week a little bit, if anything. Casey was a, uh, is a P1 listener after that one. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, there's, there's no key. <laughs> okay. And so guess what? I'm not going to answer. All right. Because you said, if any. That's right. And guess what? There aren't any. There's none. Well, the Colts are on fire. Uh, great win last night. I didn't watch any of that game, but I did see like some videos of it, and it looked like there was a great video of this dude just sitting in the stands eating in a poncho as the wind and rain was blowing, and he was eating something, and he had two small kids beside him, and the, the caption was like, this is a dad toughening it up his kids. Great to see it. Yeah, it, I mean, last night was not – I watched the beginning of it just because it was kind of fascinating, the pregame talk of them setting up the game and what other kind of hurricane-like thing they were having out there, but it was not a Chamber of Commerce day in the... Of course, the 49ers aren't even in San Francisco. I don't even know where they are, but uh, it's, it's it's Santa Clara. Yes. That's where they are. So, 
But uh, so anyway, the 49ers uh, definitely not uh, going to be moving out there anytime soon. As a kid, I remember I went to San Francisco when I was like 14, and it was like in the middle of July, and it was freezing, absolutely freezing. So it was just kind of. Did you ride the uh, trolley or whatever they call it? I did ride the trolley. I went to Alcatraz, walked across the Golden Gate Bridge. Oh, you did it all. I did. uh, I was I was like with Chevy Chase. It seemed like. Did you see the house that uh, Full House was? filmed in i don't think that was uh i don't know if that was even started on the air yet when i was 14 no way when well, i was maybe 14, so 90s that would have been 87 oh okay yeah that was not around yet yeah uh usually we hold power or radio no, 89 sorry ah great year speaking of which troy d will join us coming up uh big fan of the late 80s early 90s yeah you might want to ask him what happens two years later after 1989 (laughs) if he remembers uh where he was during the month of october all right i'll do that um lrb uh we usually save pirate radio outdoors for bryce williams when he joins us during the week hopefully he can uh join us again this week but uh Ellerby was doing some fishing over yep. the weekend. Got the opportunity to go fishing with my uh, friends from high school. They invited me to go on a charter boat. It was uh, tremendous. And I caught a sailfish, which I, obviously I've, this is the second time I've ever been deep sea fishing. And uh, catching a sailfish is, it seemed to be a pretty rare thing from what most of the people were saying. And our boat caught three that day, and I was one of them. That uh, I wasn't able to get it. They weren't able to board it where you could hold it and get a picture because it uh, it flopped along the uh, boat there and uh, cut the cut. So the you line. didn't catch it. Oh, it's it's called if it, if you get it leadered or something. You have to ask Bryce about this. Boy, society today, huh? I caught it. Everybody's a winner. It was a catch and release clip, Brock. All right. Also, I did catch a dolphin. I did. We did board that. So, uh, yeah, Pirate Radio Outdoors. Ask Bryce Williams. See if you can get a good... Dang. Ask him if he's caught a sailfish. Ellerby caught a sailfish. Yes. All right. Probably about a 50, 60-pounder. Not bad. Is that your best catch? Catch of the day? That Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you what, man. Uh, when you reel in for about 10 minutes, a 60-pound fish, you get your workout in. So, uh, kudos. Maybe we... I'm just feeling maybe we just need maybe we need to get you out on the water now, Clip Brock, and let Bryce show you the way of Pirate Radio Outdoors. I don't know if I'm a watersman. Really? Yeah. Would you rather go sit in a tree stand with him? <clears throat> tree or water? I'd rather do water. Okay. Why? Uh just sitting. I don't like sitting. Well, you sit on a boat a lot when you fish. Yeah, that's true. Can you give me a week to think about this? Next week. This is an important choice. Next week. That's very Bryce Williams. <laughs> Not How about we give you to Wednesday? <laughs> All right. Would you rather? How long are we doing these activities for? I think you got to go. Well, fishing is, you know, we went from 530 in the morning until, you know, we got we didn't get back till 5 o'clock in the afternoon. We fished till 230. So, uh, I mean, you're talking 12 hours that day. Hunting's probably a lot less. My guess, I don't, I've never hunted. So, you'd have to ask him. Yeah how long hunting could be like maybe like five to maybe eight or nine in the morning i don't know you have to ask him but it could be a lot colder and you got to be willing to shoot a gun at a live animal yeah i mean i'm not really into any of this stuff so you're not i mean fishing's pretty fun though because it's not my thing it's you get a lot of hanging out uh your cell phone doesn't work you get to talk with your buds that sounds awful so you can't tweet about your fish right away yeah what's the what's the (laughs) problem Yeah. yeah Yeah, I don't know. That's not me. Hello, I'm glad you're here. Um, Shirley, real quick, we need to... This is a new segment called Can We Say This on Pirate Radio? Mm. So this is from the other night. This actually is a clip of um, Gary, Larry, wherever he's from. And I just want to know if we can run this clip 
on pirate radio moving forward okay we're gonna run it right now though yeah okay. but we're not gonna run it if you say we can't run it but we're gonna run it so we're you gonna run it. it right now it's kind of like when my kids look at me when they're eating a popsicle can i have dessert can I eat? <laughs> yeah <laughs> it so looks like you're doing okay if you say we can't run this we're not gonna run it but okay. we're gonna run it right now to see if we can play this in the future all right all right good you guys just literally sit there and suck the tit of you know everybody else all right, so now I know teat. I mean, that's a, a term, a medical term. Mm-hmm. If you want to get milk from a cow, you get it from the teat, straight from the teat. Mm-hmm. Um, now, tit, I don't know. Can you say tit? Shh, be quiet. I, I'm asking him, can we say it? Can I think about it? Yeah. Can Give we, you a week. Can we play it? <laughs> can we play it uh, until you come up with your decision? Mm. I'm going to need to do some definition <laughs> do you, research. Do you need to hear it again? If there's uh <laughs> Because I feel like, um, I don't know, I, teat again. Say teat till the cows come home. Yeah. That's pretty good. You just, you, when you use an E instead of an I, mm-hmm. you're feeling better Double about E it. better than I. Well, if you don't feel good about it or comfortable, then I don't want you to feel uncomfortable at the workplace. So I'm, I'm going to say no. <laughs> if it makes you uncomfortable, Clip, then yeah. the answer is no. All right. And as much as Chandler and Shirley want to hit that button, just remember that your teammate in here he, did you see him meditating when y'all played that call earlier? He wasn't meditating. He was flashbacking. Oh, yeah. So he doesn't need to think about... Uh, Definitely PTSD. Yes, the T word coming across his earphones anymore. All right. So um, we're going to put that on hold. Nope. All right. Put the teats on hold. Yep. And we don't need anybody doing that around here either. One more thing. Um, uh, we're not the only post-game show that can go off the rails. In fact, every one of them does, LRB. And this was uh, floating around uh, the tweet. Can I say Can I say Twitter? Yes, you can say Twitter because there's a W before the I. <laughs> uh, this is from the LSU post-game show. Go Tigers. Where Go this Tigers. is like a super cut. It's like three different cuts. But eventually it becomes like host versus host going at it. So, uh, Shirley, let's hear that after LSU lost to Ole Miss on Saturday. You said they're not as good a shape. Why is that? Because they – The frustrated. strength and conditioning coach is doing a lousy job. All right. Yes. Jesus yes. H. Christ, man. Two bits, four bits. Five you got a whole damn double. bunch of them. You got oh, four things left to go. Jesus. Well. I love Christ, you. Man. Love you, Hattie. Yeah! Bound and determined to give me damn a damn right. heart attack. Why don't you just get a, a group of student assistants damn to go right, coach Charlie. the next four games? Because then, then it'll you. be better. Stop it. For you to compare hospice care to football is the worst freaking thing you could ever do. And you ought to be a freaking shame to yourself for doing it. Hey, That's let me tell you. Oh, good, buddy. Let me tell you something, okay? You know what? Damn you. Because I've been involved with you know three. All right, okay. Napier, you want Napier, Nate, Bill, I love you. Hanny, he can't come from Lafayette. Speaking of English, I'm not pushing Napier. You don't. Hanny, your problem is you don't know. I know what your problem is. Your problem is you don't listen. No, you're one of the You you say twelve times a show. Charlie, I gotta ask you a question. You don't answer. You don't listen to my answer. I'm gonna put your drawers in the crack of your ass. Listen, you don't listen. You said you'd be okay with it. Yes. Okay. Well, uh, uh, okay. You're, you're- 
all right there's that i I think just we as a society have all gone mad ellerby yes (laughs) it's it's purple and gold fever we had baton rouge and greenville north carolina well guess what the culture is good here at pirate radio we have no it is right now but it could change at any moment that's right that's right you watch i mean he's gonna be calling about your underwear this (laughs) thursday night if things get sideways i don't know if i've ever heard that uh phrase before no but i mean i understand host versus caller confrontations and you know but host versus host was a little new to me because i don't get upset with clip and not on the air if i get upset with him i'll you know i'll take it off air if i have on the air Shirley you know, takes but, it off. That's when she, uh, when you're walking out to your car clip, and you're like looking around the corner to be sure Shirley is <laughs> not uh, coming around with the with the steel chair. It's a lot wow. easier to not, um, you know, argue with your co-host when your co-host doesn't show up because it's too late. Well, yeah, that is true. Ooh. That is true. Ooh. 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 Hey, uh, maybe there's a host first host here <laughs> Thursday oh. night. Maybe it'll be early enough for Weaver to show up on Thursday night. Oh! Maybe it'll be past my bedtime on Thursday night. Oh! Troy, I want you to listen to this because I've been wanting to tell you, you're a true pirate. You take a lot of grief on the press box from that rooster neck Billy Weaver. Thank you, Joe. Rooster neck. All right. Ellerby enjoyed it. Yes, it was fun. We good, accomplished a lot. Good luck to the Braves. Good luck to the Pirates. Let's have a lot of victories and have a fun victory Monday next week. What do you think? Sounds like a plan, man. Or victory Friday, since it's a special week. Yep. Let's do both. Why not both? 3-0 and by go. Friday. All right, let's take a timeout. We'll come back when we return. Double B, Brian Bailey. What the heck do you do when you have a lengthy delay before kickoff time and you're away from home we're going to find out because brian bailey will join us and tell us about his houston rendezvous when we return after this listening to hour one of pirate radio live do you need custom t-shirts apparel or promotional items for your business organization or event keep it local print it local with university sportswear contact them today at university sportswear enc.com now back to the show welcome back tommy's express car wash come experience the difference at tommy's now open at the corner of greenville boulevard and red banks road doesn't your car deserve it visit uh tommy's express car wash today now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Brock. All right, back with you on Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday coming up at 6 o'clock. If you missed it at noon, make sure you are listening because you got the Brian Bailey Show with Coach Dooley, Joe Dooley. Join him for the entire hour talking ECU hoops. We're going to talk Pirate Hoops every Tuesday at 3 for the foreseeable future. And uh, we will get to know Steve DeMeo, the new East Carolina assistant basketball coach. He'll join me 3 o'clock Thursday in the Pirate Radio, or 3 o'clock Tuesday inside the Pirate Radio studios. But a full hour with Joe Dooley and Brian Bailey coming up here uh, in at 6 o'clock. And if you'd like to watch that at your own leisure, you can do so on Facebook Live and on YouTube. All right, let's head out to the Fixed NC Live line now and talk to the host of that program. He is Double B, 
Brian Bailey joining us. Bailey, how you doing, man? Not too bad. Not too bad. How are you? I'm doing all right. Uh, man, let's talk about what someone does when there is a, how long was it? Five hour and 20 minute weather delay when you're uh, at a football game on the road. If you're at home, Bailey, you could have just gone back to your house or hung out at tiebreakers or something. What do you do when you're trapped in Houston and uh, you got nothing but time on your hands? That might have been bad, five hours of tiebreakers. I might not have made it the rest of the night. But, uh, yeah, what we did, I mean, at one point, the uh, athletic staff was playing tic-tac-toe against the Houston staff. I don't know if you saw that on Twitter, but that was, a, that was yeah. entertaining for a while. Houston McCullough was running that, so uh, we sat in on that a little bit, and gave some input. And, uh, basically, we just watched games. I mean, you know, we're all college football fans, but that's what we do anyway, so we kind of sat around and watched you know, the games and kept up with the scores and kind of just waited we kept looking at the radar and we were like well it's not going to be this hour is it boys and then we kept going and once once they came to the conclusion about let's see the time gets away from me but i think it was about four thirty, five o'clock when they came out of a meeting and john gilbert told me he said look it's going to be a while but we're going to play tonight at some point so it's going to be a while so we all knew hey this no rushing this thing mother nature's going to do what mother nature does and we'll play after that so both teams went through it, obviously. Houston had much better accommodations than East Carolina when it came to the locker rooms. And Mike Houston talked about how they were able to get some food in the players, but you're talking about, as he called it, feeding an army at that point. So what were they able to do? Uh, how about the players, Bailey? Uh, how did they pass the time and uh, try to stay loose, relaxed, and also mentally uh, prepare for an important football game? It looked like, from what I could see, we went over there about three hours into the, the wait and kind of just to check in and try. Actually, I was trying to get Coach Houston to do a little quick soundbite with me to send down on social media. He didn't want to do it, so he didn't do it. But uh, it looked like they brought a bunch of sandwich stuff in and tried to feed the players that way. But you got to you know, remember, they fed the players with their team meal at 11 a.m., and they were supposed to play the football game at 3. This is central time. And then when everything was were going like that, they had to figure out some way to get some food to them. So they, you know, they they got together and they had you know all kinds of different you know lunch meats and stuff like that. And tried to do the best they could, but uh, that's that's just a problem you don't expect to have when you're on the road like that. Yeah, he even said they have a, a plan for delays like that, but that plan does not span five hours. Uh, right. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, how about the game itself, Bailey? Uh, Pirates take the field, and once again, and Houston got out to a lead, but once again, the, the Pirates are equal to, if not better, than the opponent on the field. We've seen it against you know South Carolina and UCF, and once again, East Carolina just unable to come up with the big plays at the end of the game, and I know that is frustrating these coaches and these players, and certainly frustrates the fans, as we hear on the fifth quarter, as it should, uh, because, man, it's it's great to be in these games, but at some point you got to win these games. Yeah, and you just wonder, you know, you look back at, at, at the losses over the last several years, the blowout losses, and, and on the one hand you say, hey, these are close games, we're right in these games, but you're right. I mean, and, and this is coming from everybody in East Carolina, all the staff. I mean, they they didn't take any solace away from, you know, you know losing that football game in overtime. They, they really thought they came back, they had a chance, and they're really upset that they didn't come out with the victory. So I think it's just one of those deals where, you know, at some point you get over that hump, but they haven't gotten over it yet. 
And they got to move on quickly. Short week here, Bailey. So they crammed everything uh, media-wise into this Monday with the Mike Houston press conference. Got the coordinators coming up later today. Also, Pirate players speaking today. And uh, we'll play some Mike Houston comments in the 4 o'clock hour. But he's a bit concerned about, you know, with the, the travel and getting in Sunday morning. And you got to balance the rest between getting your guys physically and mentally ready to play another game against a new opponent. So this is a, uh, a challenging week for these coaches. It really is going to be one. And I, I don't know what the final verdict was, but he was talking on uh, Saturday after the game that they wouldn't practice on, on Sunday at all, that they were just going to, you know, just try to meet a little bit. And he said, the problem is we've got to get them rested. Now, as you said, it's a, it's a fine line between, you know, getting some rest and getting into physical work that you need to play a good football game, you know, on Thursday night. Um, and, and as I said in the coaching show, I said, Coach, you know, this short week just got a lot shorter, didn't it? And it, it really did. You think about the toll it took on all those players to sit around for five hours and wait and then play the game. And it was a physical football game. I mean, the Pirate defense, man, give was awesome. credit. I mean, they really played well, really did a nice job. That second half, I mean, it was really, you know, there for the taking. And the Pirates just couldn't, you know, they had the ball a couple of times in regulation with a chance to, you know, take the lead with a field goal or a touchdown. But they couldn't get anything generated offensively. Houston had some really good defensive line. And I was impressed with their defensive line. But uh, it's just a shame. And then the way it ended, I mean, you give up that first, you know, that defensive play that Coach Houston said, hey, we had the exact call we wanted. That was the, if you tell us that's what they're going to run, we're going to run that defensive play. And he said they just didn't fit it right. And so they didn't. They didn't do something right with it. And they ended up giving the touchdown up and then to have to fumble a couple of plays into the Pirates drive. It was just really a, a stunning way to lose it. A very uh, abrupt ending to a very long day uh, there in Houston. And now Houston has a huge one coming up against undefeated SMU. One of them uh, will likely be playing Cincinnati in the championship at the end of this thing, Bailey. So uh, Houston's got to turn right right back around, and uh, they got a big one coming up for the Pirates. It's must-win time if you want to get to a bowl game. These next two home games are crucial, Bailey, for them to to get to that six-win season they've all talked about and they all want. Yeah, and and they've got it right there, you know, for the taking there, but they've got to execute and got to play well. And, you know, and you can't say, well, we got a short week. Well, it doesn't matter. (laughs) you got to go out there and you got to – you know, you hate to have the five-hour delay. You hate to get back in at five thirty in the morning on you know Sunday morning. But that's just how you know it was dealt to you. And now you got to figure out a way to get straight. You got to beat USF. You got to beat Temple. That gets you to five, and then you got to find a way to win one of the two on the road with uh, with Navy and Memphis, or pull off the big stunner at home on Black Friday. That would be Black Friday for the Americans. The Pirates get up to Cincinnati, but. Uh, and that's that's what's in front of you. You see it? It's right there. Brian Bailey joining us. You can hear the Brian Bailey show at six o'clock. His guest, Joe Dooley, for an hour. And I said this last week when Coach Dooley joined me on this show last Tuesday, Bailey. And you can uh you can attest to it from your off the air and on air conversations with Joe Dooley. He has not lost the passion or energy of being a division one basketball coach. And look, after last year and we're seeing Roy Williams, you know, hang it up and Coach K and uh, Joe Dooley's younger than those guys, but I think you might see a trend of a lot of older coaches with the way basketball is uh, is trending that they might say, "All right, this is uh, this is a, a new game, a young man's game. Y'all have at it." And and look, if 
if Joe Dooley would have decided that after a COVID year like last year, after his best player transfers, you could almost understand why. But uh, he almost seems reinvigorated, Bailey, to me. He seems fired up uh, for these new guys he's brought in and, and ready to go for this upcoming season. You know, he's kind of he's kind of figured out, you know, what the game plan is going to be going forward. And he says, you know, it's not just happening to us. You know, we, you see North Carolina losing players to the transfer portal and Kentucky and Kansas and, you know, guys that aren't, you know, thinking they're not playing enough, so they, they transfer out. And he says it's just one of those things that we have to kind of, you know, adapt to. And and, and he likes, you know, he said the, the plan is if, if you're thinking about taking somebody in, in the portal, you, know, you call somebody that you trust and you find out exactly why the guy wants to transfer, what his reasoning is. And if you, you know, if your buddy thinks he can play for you. And I think Joe feels really good about the three that he uh, picked up through the portal this offseason. And uh, I'm looking forward to watching them play. I, I'm a big Joe Dooley fan. I know they haven't won as many games as Joe would have liked or the fans would have liked. But I think, you know, nobody works any harder than Joe Dooley. And that's uh, hopefully we'll see some of that this year. Yeah, I'm interested to see Winston Tabs, Vance Jackson, the new crop of freshmen as well, and and the returners. How much better is Tristan Newton, Brandon Suggs, uh, Tremont, uh, these guys, J.J. Miles, how much better have they gotten over the offseason? Now that, as Dooley points out quite a bit, Bailey, they're able to practice more, play five-on-five, have real structured, real basketball practices. Right, and and that's a big key. I mean, last year during COVID, you couldn't even eat together. And now you got you know guys that can hang out together, and that means so much in every sport, but especially in a sport like basketball. I mean, it's a team sport. You know, guys can't figure out how many rebounds they've got, how many points they've got. It's all about the team, and you know, you you, you kind of learn that chemistry. You you understand that chemistry when you get a chance to you know to eat together, to go out together, to just just be together. And last year during the COVID, you couldn't do any of that. So I think that that's going to be another key. And you know, we talked about how bizarre, and it, it was bizarre last year, some of the games. Because some of the games, you remember, sometimes they moved the games to like 5 o'clock in the afternoon just because, you know, there was no going to be no crowd, and it didn't matter. So they would put them, you know, in the afternoons. And uh, just hearing the guys, you know, cheer for one another and, and, you know, the little chance, it was almost like a softball game with some of that stuff going on. But they were trying to create some kind of atmosphere. This year, hopefully fans will come to Minji's and, and the fans will create the atmosphere. Brian Bailey joining us. Bailey got touchdown Thursday coming up Thursday night, touchdown Friday on Friday night. What's going on the last week of the high school football regular season for us to keep an eye on? You know, we were just talking about that. There, there are some key games as far as playoff, you know, ramifications are concerned, like Havelock and J.H. Rose is a big one. But most of the conference championships, you know, in our area have been clinched. So, I mean, that part of it is, is usually a big part of the, the last week of the season story, but this year, that's not the case, but there's still several key games as far as the playoffs go. And as we've talked about a number of times, you know, there there are eight classifications in football this year. There are only four. It's 4A, 3A, 2A, and 1A. So we'll see how all that, the seedings come out on Saturday. That's always an exciting time. And then once the seedings come out, you start preparing for the postseason, win in advance, lose, and you put on the basketball sneakers. So it'll be a good time. Brian Bailey joining us. I guess it's a decent week for your Cowboys to be off, right? Since you were travel uh, logged on Sunday, what did you do on Sunday? Did you watch any games, or did you sleep all day, Bailey? You know, you know, it's funny because I wasn't sure how much I was going to be able to sleep because uh, Luke, who's my grand, my grandson, his two year old birthday party, Caitlin had, and she made it on a Sunday afternoon so I could be there. So I hated to call her and say, "Look, it's until <laughs> six a.m." <laughs> she wasn't going to hear any of that anyway. Yeah. So we drove to Carter. Uh, we got there about. 
one thirty quarter to two in the afternoon and spent a couple of hours and that was fun and uh listened to games on the way up, listened to games on the way back and went to tiebreakers for a little bit after that and gave Bella her tiebreaker Sunday afternoon and everybody was happy, so it was a good Sunday. Man. But yeah. it's kind of a weird Sunday because they're really I mean, the only game I was even intrigued by turned out to be the Lions and Rams, and then that didn't turn out to be a close game either. But it was just a weird Sunday of games. Well, I caught it, you know, last Friday when we were making our picks, I said this. I said this is the worst slate of NFL games I can remember. But usually when you have bad games on paper, they create memorable matchups, upsets, crazy stuff happens. Well, this one kind of went chalk. It went. We had a lot of blowouts, a lot of boring games, and uh, just even the – the best games of the day were Chiefs, Titans, and Ravens, and Bengals. And while there were quote unquote upsets in those, they were blowouts. They weren't even good games. So, not a lot to enjoy. The best part of the Rams game against the Lions was the Lions in the first half. They, they were faking punts and running around doing all kinds of crazy stuff and stay in it. So, give them credit. But the Panthers, goodness gracious. And they were 3 0 and talking Super Bowl. And now they're three and four and looking for a quarterback, maybe. Oh, we'll get to them later. I don't know if Chandler thinks I'm just going to bypass what the Panthers did yesterday, but we will definitely talk about them. They are awful. Um, and yeah, the Lions score onside kick, field goal. They're up ten nothing before the Rams get the ball. We need more bad teams doing that. Fake punts, yeah. uh, onsides. Don't play it close to the vest. You got to throw it all out there. They did all that and yeah. still lost the game. But I mean. Uh, they went for it. it yeah, it was good. Bailey, good stuff. Uh, we can hear from you coming up at 6 o'clock on the Brian Bailey Show. We'll check you out on WNCT Channel 9 and also get a live report from Daddy Ficklin Stadium from you on Thursday night. Great live reports. And I, I told you today, Bailey, and I'm serious, great job. You didn't have a lot of information there in Houston, but you uh, you kept people up to date on what was happening there. And, and also your live report – from TD ECU Stadium was the first time we heard about a lightning delay. You were live on the air with us Saturday, so we appreciate that. That was and that was crazy because, as I said in the report, on the way over, it was raining a little bit on the bus, but then we got out and it wasn't raining. and It was, it was cloudy, but it didn't look like anything. And there was no lightning that I could see when they put that uh, that first delay out. So obviously, if it's one, of the, I think it's within five or ten miles, whatever it is. But uh, and there was plenty of lightning later on, but. For that time, I was really surprised that we were in that. And we all thought, okay, well, this is nothing. 20 minutes, we'll be fine. Let's just play football. But that didn't quite happen. Yeah, five hours and 20 minutes. Bailey, uh, appreciate you joining us, man. Have a great rest of your week. We'll talk again soon. Sounds good. BB, Brian Bailey. He's not dumb like some Cowboy fans. He's a, he's a smart man, and uh, he joins us here on Pir- I'm not dumb like some Cowboy fans. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, all the joking, all the picking, all the prodding we've done on, at Bailey over the years when it comes to the Cowboys could come back to haunt us this year because they look like a they're a top five team for sure. For sure. Uh, the NFC is so top heavy with the Bucks, the Rams, Packers got to be in that mix. And, uh, and the Cowboys are right there with them. We'll talk NFL coming up. A little later on on today's program. Let's take a timeout. We'll come back. We'll wrap up our number one. Chandler, I forgot about this. And I remember now because I saw something about it. Manning Night Football's back. I don't want you. Yes, sir. I don't want either one of you 
to look at this during the break because we're going to do a pop quiz on who the four guests are tonight. I know one of them. Damn it. Okay, well, don't look at the others. Do you know any of them? Mm. All right, we'll do a pop quiz. I'll describe them, and you tell me the four guests coming up with Eli and Peyton tonight on ESPN2. So we'll do that, and I know the one you know, Shirley, so I'll ask him that one, and then y'all can tag team the other ones. We'll be back with you on Pirate Radio Live on a Monday after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. University PC Care has been Pirate Nation's go-to IT experts since 2006. They're the local uh, tech support experts for any of your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here's Cliff Rock. All right, back with you. Wrapping up Hour 1 of Pirate Radio Live. Coming up Hour 2, we'll hear from ECU head football coach Mike Houston. His comments from today earlier at the press conference. Also, uh, we'll hear from some Pirate players if we have time. Holt Naylor's, Bruce Bivens, Gerard Stringer. And uh, also get an NFL recap in coming up. In hour two of today's show, uh, also whatever you'd like to discuss, you can chime in on our Facebook live feed, hit us up on Twitter, or give us a call, 317-1250. All right, uh, real quick, the um, NBA's Eastern and Western Conference Players of the Week have been announced. Did you see that, Chandler? Miles Bridges! In the Eastern Conference, the winner was current Charlotte Hornet, Miles Bridges, uh, in the Western Conference, it is future Charlotte Hornet, Steph Curry. Ah, is that a bold prediction? Sure, why not? Wants to be back in his uh, hometown, old stomping grounds, playing in front of dad. Dad's going to be calling his games. Yeah, that's going to happen when he's like... Eric Collins. Ah! <laughs> it's 12-3 of the game! I mean... The Hornets beat the Nets on the road yesterday. Yeah, I watched that when that's, I got home uh, from watching football. That's pretty impressive. That lifted my spirits yesterday, for sure, a little bit. A little bit. If, if any. In terms of focus. In terms of, you know, <laughs> hype. Uh, so, the Hornets are 3-0. and The Hurricanes are 4-0. and So, they both play tonight. We'll see if they can keep their streaks going. Uh, yeah. Canes have the Maple Leafs. All right, Manning Night Football is back. They did it. They did this the first three weeks of the season. Yeah, and they took a hiatus. Yeah, and uh, I am so glad they're back. I will be tuned in tonight to ESPN2 because uh, Eli and Peyton, not only are they football savants, they also have a great sense of humors. humor. Great humor? Sen- great senses of humor. H- humor? <laughs> great humors of sense. And uh, so they're they're very entertaining. Uh, they also have guests with them every Monday night they do this. And they've been spot on with their guests, too. Now, uh, Shirley knows one, and I'm assuming I know which one Shirley knows. So. And I'm assuming that I have a lock for one of my picks. Okay. All right. I like this. So the game is Saints at Seahawks. Yes. Throw that out there. Yes. All right. Well, let's hear your lock. Who's one of your locks? It's got to be Beast Mode. 
first quarter tonight marshawn lynch is correct okay well done he will be the first guest the on quake the the quake well, at the lake is the quake at the uh seattle <laughs> um, whatever their stadium name is i remember quake at the link if you ask me about where i was during sporting events i could tell you pretty much every game from 1995 where i was i love asking people where were you i was driving to b-dubs listening to the quake on b uh because i think that the was beast the, quake i think that's what that was it. the first game of a saturday playoff doubleheader so double hander so i was going to watch the end of that one and the beginning of the next one and meet some friends up there and pirate radio has the games right the nfl games so right, i was listening right. to pirate radio during that run and then i i was like wow that sounded pretty awesome and then i saw it man it was unbelievable cool neat story thank you um chandler another one of the guests has been a seattle pro player for her entire career and was a uh, first overall pick of the 2002 WNBA draft. Who was that? Uh, 2002. Yeah. Uh, Sue Bird. That is correct. Shirley. Yeah. Is that the one you knew? That is the one I knew. Okay. Shirley, I'm going to give you one here. Okay. Their fourth quarter guest is a. Thirteen-time Pro Bowler. 13-time Pro Bowler. And <laughs> he would have been a Dolphin if the coach, I think it was more team doctors, uh, approved the trade, but they did not think his, uh, his arm, his shoulder, was going to be healthy enough for him to be a good quarterback. So instead, they got Dante Culpepper, instead of trading for this future hall of famer do you remember that no but uh i'm gonna go i'm just gonna throw out a guess since i'm gonna go drew Brees. yes it was the off season i don't what are we oh four or five whatever well it was uh because they drafted philip rivers and he sat for a year or so yeah breeze had that injury and was all set to go to the dolphins we don't need to relive this for you, Shirley. But the Dolphins did not think he was healthy enough. We made enough. some great choices in quarterbacks. I mean, the, the whole NFL could have looked different if Drew Brees would have went to Miami. <laughs> you think? Who knew? Who knows how much they would have won? And what would the Saints look like now without Drew Brees? Crazy. Still stuff. the Saints. And uh, the other guest. Well, people call him the goat when it comes to the NFL. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Why? <laughs> Why? Why? Guest one, Marshawn Lynch. Guest two. I don't think. I mean, they have him on every week on the Westwood One. Talking to his friend Jim Gray. Yes. I'm here. Why with do Tom. we have to hear him on? Marshawn fantasy? Lynch is going to be an interesting. That's going to be segment. fun. I mean, is he going to talk? Sometimes he doesn't. He might talk. be there just so he doesn't get fined. Yeah, I mean, it might. I I, I definitely want to tune in to the Sue Bird peyton manning conversation just simply because you know peyton manning is sneakily funny and so is sue bird so i think that would be kind of fun to listen in on so it goes lynch brady bird breeze that is the order of guests tonight on manning night football lynch, nice. brady, bird, lynch. 
Wait, what? Ooh, Lynch, breeze? Brady, Bird, Breeze. Lynch, Brady, Bird, Breeze. Lynch, Brady, Bird, Breeze. Lynch, Brady, Bird, Breeze. Hey. Uh, so hey, we're going to have to get that little scary back out here soon. A little scary. It is scary. a little scary season. A little scary week. So yeah. everybody, uh, we'll have to, man, I hate that the players can come in today because one of my old favorites from covering practice and going out to talking to players, Halloween week, I would always ask their favorite costume as a kid and now i'll be unable to ask them are that. we going to be able to have any kind of um comments from players this week well we got interviews today mm-hmm. and that's it oh we did oh okay yeah oh that's you right. should have loaded them already i did i just i wasn't paying <laughs> i did yeah, i did i did yeah i did Whoop. uh we got aylers stringer and bivens yes. those are our guests speaking of bivens Maybe we should go as Belle Biv DeVoe. Belle Biv DeVoe. Hmm. You know who that is, Chandler? Yes, I do. That girl is poison. That girl is poison. 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 <laughs> All right, he does not. Never trust a big button to smile, they said. Amen. Let's take a time out. We'll come back. Hour two of Pirate Radio Live. Mike Houston will hear his comments. Uh, his voice sounds about like mine could tell he got in late did some yelling the other night and uh is getting ready for a short week here as the pirates take on doubles coming up thursday night in daddy ficklin stadium more to go on pirate radio live after this This hour of PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Be sure to check out David Price Construction for all of your commercial or custom residential renovation and building needs. Run by ECU alumni, David Price Construction specializes in commercial projects, maintenance on facilities, and large-scale residential renovations and additions. David Price Construction, the proud ECU home services partner. Call them today at 919-292-5532 or visit them online at davidpriceconstruction.com. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's your host, Clip Barak. All right, back with you on Pirate Radio Live. Uh, years ago, we had on a uh, guy named Kevin Jones. He went to ECU. He worked um, covering the Redskins at the time. So we'd have him on, talk about Washington. And uh, he has since moved on to the Cleveland Browns and then did his own thing. He is now the, what is he, the founder and CEO of Blue Wire Pods. So it's like a uh, podcast network and uh, a lot of a lot of big names in the world of sports. So I mean, he's done great for himself. But uh, this, there, I didn't know this podcast was out. I'm gonna have to listen to it now, I guess. But I saw Kevin tweet that as a kid from DC, I used to dream of one day getting mentioned in the Washington Post. That day, that dream came true today. I was like, what is he in the Washington Post for? Here's the headline from the monday october 25th 2021 edition of the washington post 
podcast revisits a rumor about Ripken, Costner, and a mysterious power outage. Like, okay, what is that? And then the caption under the pictures of Cal Ripken and his wife and, and Kevin Costner, the actor, says a new podcast looks back on the 1997 rumor that actor Kevin Costner was caught in bed with Kelly Ripken, then the wife of Orioles star Cal Ripken Jr., on the day of a postponed game in Baltimore. I've never heard of this rumor, but now I guess I'm going to have to listen to this podcast and see what this is all about. It's local politics, bud. <laughs> hey, a lot of local politics here uh, involved. And what does the power outage have to do with Kevin Costner rumored to be in bed with Cal Ripken's then wife? This whole thing. I, Kevin Costner has been in a lot of baseball movies. This would be an interesting movie, I think. Definitely. So, anyway. Am I the only one that hasn't heard that rumor before? Was this a pop? I had never heard of it. Maybe it's a local rumor. You got to be from up there or something to hear about it. Possibly. Um, I will check this out and report back my findings. Maybe we should get Kevin on the show to talk about it. Anyway, I found that interesting. Um, Ellery says, would it have affected Cal's streak? I wonder if Cal's streak had ended. This is 1997. You want to hear a more boring clip sports stories, Chandler? Sure. I remember um, watching the game on HTS where Cal Ripken broke the uh, oh yeah longest played game streak. And I had it. Uh, we used to have these things called VCRs. Huh? <laughs> what? And I would record nah, I remember those. big sports moments on, a, a, v, on a, a tape, we'd call it. Uh-huh. Yeah, and uh, and I had that for years and years. But anyway, uh, cool, neat story. Cool, that, neat story. That's a weird one. Didn't plan on uh, talking about that. Cool, today. neat story. Thank you, Jeff. Uh, Mike Houston is the head football coach of the East Carolina Pirates. Hey, he's had he's happy to be getting paid and have a job because you can't say that about every coach in America. Matt Wells was fired. After going 13 and 17 at Texas Tech, mm. he got the axe after two plus seasons. They have a winning record this year. They're five and three. They are just seven and 16 in Big 12 games. Uh, blew a <laughs> that game that uh, the big man on campus, Jeff Nadeau, was chirping about when we talked to him. Mm-hmm. Kansas State coming back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tech blew a 14 point second half lead to Kansas State. To the delight of Jeff Nadeau and to the most... A 14-point uh, second-half lead? Yes. To the chagrin of... The Houston Cougars gave up a 14-point lead in the fourth quarter. You know who else the Houston Cougars blew a lead to this season? Who? Texas Tech, who just fired their coach. Ooh. Full circle, folks. Local politics, bud. Don't be a sheeple. There's local politics, bud. So Matt Wells, gone in Lubbock. See ya. <laughs> hey. Lubos. <laughs> and beautiful Lubos. I hope, I, hope you, I hope you found some other things to do in Lubos, Texas. <laughs> we have some dumb inside baseball stuff here. All right, let's hear uh, Houston's opening comments as we get to our Bud Light ECU report on this Monday. All right, um, quick turnaround. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, tough loss the other night. Uh, kids played very, very well. Uh, competed very, very well. Uh, certainly had our chances to, to win the ball game late. Um, you know, a lot of, a lot of good. And, you know, obviously have some things that we needed to uh, 
that we've got to get fixed. Um, and they're, they're pretty obvious, but, uh, you know, the one thing that, uh, you know, is good to see is continued uh, great effort, uh, continued uh, physicality, and I thought, uh, you know, the guys continued to play well together. So, um, you know, tough loss to a very, very good team on the road. Um, you know, those, those, those games are hard to come by in this league, and so it's had two tough ones in a row right now that, you know, feel like you probably should have gotten. But uh, anyway, quick turnaround, uh, you know, Thursday night, uh, Big home game for us. Very, very good uh, South Florida team coming in here. I mean, they, they really they pounded Temple uh, Saturday evening down in uh, down in Tampa. And uh, you know, anytime you have a 45-minute time of possession and and run for you know, I think their yardage gained rushing was 454 yards. So uh, obviously a, a dominant performance uh, this past Saturday night by them. And you know, they've been playing better and better every week. So uh, it's going to be a dog fight. Uh, good football team coming in here. The kids will be ready to go. Um, you know, got a big practice this afternoon. All right, there is Mike Houston. A uh, lot of the scratchy voice, nasally voice going around this time of year. I got it myself. And uh, Mike Houston has it as well coming off that game Saturday. Yeah, probably Sunday. a lot of it coming to uh, – it wasn't too happy with Adi Omotosho after tossing that ball. Yeah. And, and I know you have your thoughts on that. Yeah, I guess if it's been drilled into you to not let the ball leave the playing surface, but that was such a non-event. Audi, yeah, I mean, and just went by and tossed the ball like a few feet to some pirate fans in the stands. Yeah, and I, but if it's a rule, it's a rule. I, I think the biggest thing is is that you know with their return guy giving them any oh, yeah. extra yardage is uh, like yeah. big that's yeah. huge yeah you but, cannot give him any extra yardage at all yeah but i i agree i just thought that i and we talked about it on the fifth quarter but when they showed the replay i was expecting him to just launch it Me i mean too. into the upper deck like uh patrick mahomes did a like a year or two ago or just, like a, a big giant underhand flip or like or a punted it or yeah but he he just like tossed it flipped it tossed it flip it and reverse it uh shirley pop quiz from steve bell biv devoe formerly of what group shirley new edition okay take your word for it there is your music quiz of the day cut to mike houston's thoughts on south florida's offense well i think that their offensive line is drastically improved uh, you know big physical group they move very well very well coached uh, i've known alan mulgridge for two decades uh, he does a great job always has and uh you know it's, it's what you would expect in uh you know second year to see that kind of improvement on the offensive front and i think that's really you know the backs are they got a big powerful back they have a couple of smaller fast backs uh the young quarterback is dynamic uh you know he's a multiple threat guy he can throw it he can run it uh, does a good job in the quarterback run game does a good job scrambling uh, when the play breaks down and extending extending plays and he extends plays and throws it well on the run. He extends plays, you know, with his legs and on the ground. So uh, they have some talented receivers. Uh, you know, this it's they're going to be a tremendous challenge for us Thursday night. All right, uh, talk about the challenge of pushing the guys, but also giving them a rest on a short week. That was presented to Mike Houston. Cut three. Well, I mean, obviously, got compounded drastically with, uh, you know, just everything from Saturday night. I mean, we, we got back, you know, sometimes Sunday morning. I mean, it wasn't early Sunday morning either. I mean, it was on up into the morning. So, uh, you know, yesterday we looked at the film with the kids. 
uh, did, a, did a walkthrough. I mean, it's, I mean, the biggest, my biggest concern yesterday was trying to get a little bit, but not get anything on their bodies and try to get them some sleep last night. So uh, we got here very, very early, uh, had dinner and just, you know, let them, let them go get some sleep. So uh, today is critical. Uh, tomorrow's critical. Um, hopefully the weather cooperates. Um, but, uh, you know, you, you just got to, you got to, you got to do the best you can. I mean, it's, it's a challenge now. It's, um, you know, because it doesn't matter how much, you know, the staff is prepared for the game. The kids got to be prepared for the game. All right. Uh, Coach Houston also talked about the improvement of this defense. You think about, man, some down years defensively with, you know, the Scotty Montgomery era, year one of Mike Houston was not great, uh, with Bob Trott at the helm, but you started to see some improvements with Blake Carroll last year. And this year in games, they have been at times absolutely dominant. And they were in the second half of that Houston game. And he talked about those improvements. Well, I mean, I think you've seen it. You know, I think, I think, I think you saw it last year throughout the year. And I think you've continued to see it this year throughout the year. And I think it's uh, the kids are playing very hard. They're playing together. Uh, they've embraced how we want to play. Um, but now they're going to be challenged Thursday night. I mean, it's, they're, they're really going to be challenged Thursday night. So we'll, we'll need to improve again. So, All right. Keep the uh, improvements coming on the defensive side of the ball. Need to see some offensive improvements as well. Uh, Mike Houston, Cut 5, asked, did he have a plan in place if a game does get delayed due to weather like we saw on Saturday? Well, we ha- you know, we have a rain plan that we always have. And we, you know, I saw the forecast, even though it was a, you know the weather for guys, forecast guys. You know said it was a minimal chance of that stuff, but still we had a a plan. Now once it got you know past hour you know two, then you know you had to adjust that plan because you don't carry that much you know stuff. So we you know we sent somebody to go out and you know you can't really you know, just we'll just order a bunch of sandwiches. Well you know you're feeding an army, so uh, you know we brought in some some bread and you know sandwich meat and some snacks and some nutrition you know bananas you know fruit you know gatorades all that stuff and kind of fed them dinner uh in the middle of this because we knew it was going after a while you knew it was going to be a long night and so just tried to get some food in them try to keep them off their feet got them out of their pads uh you know they stayed in their pads for the first weather delay and uh the first part of the second weather delay and uh so and just you know tried to talk to them about staying you know had to stay stay off your feet stay hydrated try to get rest you know, a lot of them are watching film on their phones and, and stuff like that. And so I thought they, they stayed pretty pretty dialed in because, you know, I've been through those things before, and that's the longest one I've had. But if we've had some long ones before, and that's just really the key is how they handle it. And I was just – I was very pleased with how they handled it. I think, again, that shows a lot of, uh, you know, how, of how much we've matured. Um, you know, so uh, – but, uh, you know, they came out ready to play. I thought we played well early. Um, you know, we obviously had a stretch there. We had, you know – you know, had some you know, mistakes that really cost us there in the second quarter uh, that got us in the hole. But, uh, you know, we fought back from that and, and gave ourselves a chance to win the game. All right. So, uh, a lot like us, we got out of our fifth quarter close. We got some food from tiebreakers. And we uh, were able to keep our bodies loose and warm and fresh for a uh, late night fifth quarter. We're a lot like the players, guys, when you think about it. I mean, I mean, I have the mindset of a football player when I come in here every Saturday. You are and prepare for this pregame show. You're our specialist. No, I'm, I'm snapping. I'm snapping out graphics. That's right. I'm snapping out 
you know, content. Content is king. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just like that, man. You know You're saying? snapping I, your neck right now. Yeah, man, snapping my neck. I stayed hydrated. My neck, you know got off I mean? my feet. Took yeah. a nap. Mm-hmm. So, watched a little film on my phone. <laughs> what film did you watch? Oh, I was watching TV. Dune. No, I, I watched that last night though. Did you? Yeah. Did you like? Was it good? All right, I'll tell you that's enough. It's hard for me to say because I was such a fan of the uh, the nineteen eighty four version, um, and I found myself having compared that. Now, if it was a standalone film, and I watched it separately from, like, if I had not seen the the first one, I would have liked it. Um, I just. It's it's just difficult for me because I mean I grew up on that film, on the right. on the eighty four version. So it's you know it's just difficult. But I mean it didn't suck. So let's let's Dude, just say it like that. Did it not that, suck. Did, did not, not suck. suck. I chugged two cups of coffee at the house before I came back. I had a frat. Sounds, had two, had sounds dangerous. A yeah, and had two bangs. Congrats. No, 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 no. Energy You drinks. had bangs? Energy drinks. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. I was like, you just had two bangs. What in the world? Last night, I uh, was tired of sports, which doesn't happen often, but just wanted to get away from football for a little bit. And I'll block. In terms of focus. You know, just not giving a damn anymore. And uh, I watched the first couple of episodes of season three of You. I've been told I need to watch that. It's, I'm always I'm always behind on. Oh, is that like, with the creepy series? guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I stayed away from football completely yesterday. I did go and do PA so for did the Dolphins. Yeah, no kidding. I am dumb <laughs> I with the Dolphins. I can't laugh. I'm right there with you. Yesterday was supposed to be the get right game By the for way, the Dolphins, and we lost to the freaking falcons our teams are complete hot y'all were outside looking in we're not even a hot mess we are room temperature at this point i was living life four weeks ago by the way shirley uh shout out to ecu women's soccer and volleyball picking up nice wins yesterday i did not well when i checked on volleyball they were losing at the time so i'm uh i'm actually glad that they actually came back and won because they were losing the last time i had checked but yeah, ECU women's soccer took on 23rd-ranked Memphis yesterday, and they walked away with a win, 2-1. to one. The Hammer. We yes, will, the Hammer uh, picked up a win. The Hammer, Jason Hamilton, will join us coming up in the Pirate Radio studios on Wednesday. Sweet. Let me make sure I got that right. Uh, later on this week, he will be here on Wednesday at 4 o'clock. So we'll talk to the Hammer. Oh, that'd nice. be awesome. Need to get Adler Augustine on the show as well, the uh, the volleyball coach. So good wins by the Pirates over the weekend. We'll continue our Bud Light ECU report when we return. Coach Houston was asked, has he heard anything back from the conference on the play where C.J. Johnson got sucker punched in the middle of a play, to which they said it happened after the play. Coach Houston was uh, angry and upset. You will hear that in a moment. Also, what needs to change uh, with the offense when you have a couple of opportunities opportunities to score late in the game to win it and you don't? He talked about that and more on the quick turnaround. Also, we'll hear from some Pirate players when we return on Pirate Radio Live on a Monday back after this. 
This hour of PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference in Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Greenville Utilities Neighbor to Neighbor Program provides help for those who need temporary assistance with their utility costs. And you can make a difference. Your tax-deductible donation can be added to your GUC bill each month, or you can make a one-time donation. And GUC matches all donations up to $20,000 each year. Consider helping a neighbor with GUC's Neighbor to Neighbor program. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip Rock. All right, welcome back to the program. More of our Bud Light ECU report in just a moment with Mike Houston comments, and you'll hear from some Pirate players as well. You can always chime in on uh, Facebook Live or give us a call 317-1250. I saw this story and uh, want to say rest in peace, Tom Morey. Back in 1971, uh, he created, he invented this, which he called uh, the snake which was an acronym for side, navel, arm, knee, and elbow. But later, he invoked his love of a uh, of music into the name of this invention. Something we've all, most of us have had, been on, enjoyed. Do you know the invention I'm speaking of that he created in 1971? Okay, so they, the, the, the part about the snake, it's, it's Originally, side... his invention was called the snake, which was an acronym for side, navel, arm, knee, and elbow, which is quite genius when you think about it. But now we know this product as a, uh, this invention as a different name where he incorporated his love of music into the name of this thing that we have, most of us have been on. Have been on. Have used, have had a lot of fun with. Icy hot. (laughs) Because you put it on your side, navel, arm, knee, and elbow good guess but no do you have a guess shirley for some reason i don't know why sit and spin huh the answer is the boogie board the boogie board oh i wouldn't have i would have not i was trying to think what would incorporate side knee elbow you know you gotta have a pretty long boogie board to get the knee on it right have have you ever have you ever boogie boarded the boogie board is you ride waves right yeah yeah of course yeah okay that's what i was asking but my boogie board i don't do they go all the way down to the knees i guess some do yeah well some do some do the the enhanced ones yeah i guess you're the enhanced (laughs) actually (laughs) you get the enhancement so they're not falling to your knees right I don't know. I mean, I, I just use the regular one. <laughs> Tell you a second. Um, play the clip from the guy the other night real quick, Shirley. Which one? The one Ellerby said we should Did he play. say we could do it? Oh, he said you it's guys a... just literally sit there and suck the tit of, you know, everybody else. <laughs> it's the sound effect. That sound. That's what gets me. <laughs> It's not what he says, it's how you react to it. Rest in peace, uh, Tom Morey. He uh, sold the company and trademark in 1999 and became an engineer at Boeing. Wow. So this dude went places in his life. Hmm. 
Uh, the last time I went boogie boarding, I wound up with way more sand in my bathing suit than I needed. Mm. Well, and I was staying in a like a, a hotel nearby, <laughs> and you know they tell you you're not supposed to go swim like once you've been in the ocean don't go swimming in the pool oh you have to take a shower that's how you that's how you wash all the sand off that's how you wash the sand off some people have accused you of having a sandy um ah! (laughs) (laughs) well they'd be right every now and then (laughs) mike houston had a salty sandy disposition the other night as did all pirate fans and for good reason so it was a was it a third down play or a fourth down play? I want to say it's a it was a third down play because I think it would have given us a first down if they had called the penalty. No, well that that's why I think it was a fourth down play because it was after the play. Yeah, it was after they oh, said it yes, was after that's the right. play. It was after the play. You're right. And you're they right. Backed them up. So uh, this was when C.J. Johnson and you can watch it on video got punched. Punched. I mean, how do you miss that? The thing is, they didn't. They miss did. It. They didn't miss it. They they didn't miss it. They said that it they was made after the, call. the play, but on watching the video during the play, the ball was airborne as he landed the punch. What did they, they call, What did they call on the field? What did they unsportsmanlike call? Conduct. Unsportsmanlike okay, conduct. Okay, okay. After right. the play. Yeah, they so should they have been after the play. They saw it, but they got the call wrong because it was during the play. It was during the play should be a first down for the Pirates. Cut six, Shirley. Uh, Mike Houston was asked, had he heard anything back from the conference on the play? I sent it in. I haven't got the feedback yet. But, yeah, it's, it's obviously before the play was over, so I don't know what the – you know, because they told me it was after the play. You know, obviously it was not after the play, so I don't – we'll see what the feedback is. Because that would have been, been first and goal. I mean, that's the frustrating thing. First and goal versus them getting the ball. It's like a turnover. And it's just – I don't know. I'm just I'm – ty- I'm tired of the we missed it. I just, they got to get it right. There you go. Tired of the we missed it. They got to get it right. Get it right. Uh, you know what? I get agree it right, with them. Get it. get it right. Get it right. Fly kite. Because I mean, how many more games could we potentially have lost at the hands of referees and bad calls? I mean, you think about from Tulsa last year, and now this game. I mean, you know, on now, the road, fighting your tails off. Exactly. Tails off. Big underdogs. Yeah. And to have a, a, a potentially, uh, and I say potentially because we, we don't know what could have happened there. I mean, we know what happened after. But let's say that that, uh, that play was reversed and, and we actually got to punch it in there, then that would be a big difference. Like you but, said, sets you up first and goal. Yeah, sets you up in first. No yeah. I mean, how many times are these referees, what they need to do is, I don't know what they need to do, but they, because I was thinking, you know, what they need to do is hold these uh, officials accountable. And if they blow a call like that and it's that egregious, they don't need to be officials. We need to throw a flag on the refs. Yeah. You know, bump them. Like, roles reversed. Get him out. How do you feel now, buddy? Citizens arrest. You know, eject him. Get him out of here. Throw the challenge flag and say, hey, you know what? I need you to review that play because I don't think it was a dead ball foul. Well, it was, you know, have them review it. And they go, oh, yep, that was a uh, that was not a dead ball foul. Whoop. That should be first and goal. Hey, official, psh, you're gone. Bring in the next guy. After review, uh, the call on the field is reversed. It was during the play. I have been ejected from this game. 
There you go. There you go. Simple as that. No, the head the head guy goes, that guy's been ejected from the game. Go get the reserve guy from the locker room. Bring him out. He's been in there for eight hours because the game got delayed. He's sleeping, yes. watching Dune on his uh, phone. Going mad. <laughs> Going crazy. Well, see, I mean, like hallucinating. Look, I know this sounds all ridiculous, but something has got to be done because there have been more bad calls. And it, you know, and maybe... You know, who's to say if it's it's really more, you know, more bad calls that we see than any other team. But it does seem to happen more frequently, and it's getting to the point. I mean, I can understand the coaches' frustrations because there's nothing they can do. Once they make the call, the, what's, what is their remedy? What was their remedy with the Tulsa game? They had to send it in for them to evaluate. The conference apologizes, but nothing happens. There is no in there's no there's change no of recourse. The like Chris Robinson from Black Crow said, we need a remedy. Exactly. That is correct. Yes. Shane asks, uh, does anyone know why that call is not reviewable? I mean, I guess the same reason Audio Matosho can't gently toss a ball to pirate fans. I guess it's a rule. Uh, it's, you can't review it's penalties. A rule. Um. So yeah, that sucks. Uh, Mike Houston was asked what needs to change with the offense at the end of regulation. Why could the Pirates not get it done when they had opportunities to close that one out in regulation cut seven? Well, the execution, obviously. Um, I thought we had a great opportunity there. With I think we got it with a minute 20 and two timeouts. Had a drive going. Uh, had a very makeable third down. Um, you know, just a better decision right there because we had a play, uh, you know, didn't didn't make it and uh, ended up having to punt it away, um, and then you know we didn't get it back. When we got it back, we didn't get it in very good field position, so you had to be careful right there that you didn't didn't give the ball game back to them. But uh, you know we were very very aggressive with our play calling there because uh, we had the I felt like we had the momentum, uh, and because what a what a great job to get ourselves in that situation, and our kids felt like we had the momentum. So um, you know it's just you know it's it's, it's we just got to execute better right there. You know, you had the play call, you had the situations, just got to execute better. Uh, Mike on Facebook Live says you can uh, apparently punch a player and it's just like pass interference 15 yards. He said, punch a guy in the face 15 yards. Give a ball to a fan 15 yards. Same consequences for your actions. Yep. You punch a guy, that's 15. Give the ball to a fan, you're the same despicable human being, just like you punch somebody in the face. Might as well, might as well go to jail. Yeah, that's what I this thought. This is stupid. Yeah, thank you. So assault and like visiting a children's hospital <laughs> is on the same <laughs> pedestal. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you might Ridiculous. as well instead of giving that kid a signed ball, that sick kid in the hospital, might as well just punch him in the face. <laughs> it's the same, thing. same exact thing. It's the same punishment. It's like the I mean, next boxing match I watch, they might as well just be handing the, a ball to each other instead of punching each other in the face. Because yep. it's the same exact act. Yeah. Get a couple children up there, punch sign them. a couple autographs, and then knock them into next week. <laughs> knock those poor sick kids out. Out. Tonight. Same thing. Uh, Troy, you're going to be on the show in like 20 minutes. Why are you... But has, the show hasn't started yet. <laughs> does, does Troy think he's watching a different show and the Pirate Radio Live starts at five? He said, what if you punch a fan in the face? That's probably okay. 
that's totally fine that's yeah no penalty on that one all right cut eight do you expect your guys to be excited for thursday night's blackout under the lights what do you have to say for that mike houston well i'd be very disappointed if they weren't ready to play that's that's the first thing and that's you know that 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 was my message to them yesterday that'd be my message to them today um you know yeah we're excited about the opportunity it's but at the end of the day a lot of that stuff is just we're excited to be back at home um you know really hope we have a great home crowd it's tough on thursday nights you know really need the students to, to turn out uh you know it should be a great you know a great atmosphere for them um but uh you know a lot of that stuff you, just, you can't worry about i mean that's we got folks in south florida that's the big thing uh the other stuff is kind of the outside of the realm of the locker room kind of stuff so we got to focus on south florida and pl- trying to play well and trying to figure out how to how to win the ball game all right, uh, this comes up a lot in sports. When you have a tough loss, you want to get right back out there. Maybe not this quick, but Mike Houston was asked about that, uh, having a quick turnaround after such a tough loss the other night. Yeah, to a degree. I wish it wasn't as short as this one's turned out to be. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's good, to, good to go ahead and get out back out there and play. All right, there is Mike Houston. You can see the press conference in its entirety on YouTube, Pirate Radio TV. We'll have comments from, I say comments, we'll have the press conferences in their entirety with Donnie Kirkpatrick and Blake Harrell available to watch later tonight because that is going on today rather than Wednesday. Everything is uh, very uh, Everything's been pushed up. Yeah, I'm losing my words. Jeez. I need to. Yeah, I need to go go and go to bed. Let's take a timeout. We'll come back when we return. We'll hear from Holt Naylor's Bruce Bivens, Gerard Stringer, and Chandler. Maybe I'm going to let you off the hook, as the late great Denny Green once said, and not talk about the awful Panthers. That's fine with me. Maybe we'll take that into Tuesday, or maybe I'll just forget altogether. Forget it. Forget it. Okay. Do you understand me? Forget it. A lot of yelling going on lately. I need to lower our voices and relax. I'm saying that to myself as well. Take a time out. Come back. Whole Nailers, Bruce Bivens, Gerard Stringer on the way after this. hour of prl is brought to you by tommy's express car wash come experience the difference at tommy's now open at the corner of greenville boulevard and red banks road doesn't your car deserve it visit tommy's express car wash today now back to the show welcome back do you have real estate questions about buying or selling residential or commercial properties or are you curious about the current real estate market or just do you need a property manager for rental houses ecu alum scott harris with remax and sd harris properties can help you answer every question you have and show you a stress-free real estate experience that will be memorable and enjoyable if you have real estate questions scott has answers call scott harris today at 347-1857 now let's head back into pirate radio live here's clip rock all right, back with you on Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday. Coming up, Hour 3, Captain Chris Sutton, also Eric Ward from ECU Marketing. will get you ready for all you need to know, the details of Thursday night football in Greenville, North Carolina at Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. So got that on the way. 
Troy D will be alongside then. He'll be alongside right now as he is here in the Pirate Radio studios. What's up, Troy? Hey, Clip. How are you? Good to see you. Doing all right. I've enjoyed the show. You guys were funny today. Funny every day, but thank you. Not every day, but today you've been funny. I'm going to say every day. Yeah. Um, the parts of the day. What's going on? Man, I heard you talk about Boogie Board brought some back some memories. I still have my Boogie Board from like 1992. You still have Yeah, that's how good they were built. It's the original Boogie Board. It's got like a lime green front and a purple back, and it's still uh, we still use it today. I have it out, and my kids use it like as a raft almost in the pool. That's getting your money's That's worth. Crazy, yeah. no, for real. I almost took a picture of it to show y'all. It's That's in my backyard crazy. right now. So this was better than the one I got at Five Below last summer. Yeah, this is the original boogie board, like the boogie board brand, and it's I don't know what thirty years old. Next it's, summer it will have its thirtieth birthday, and it's that's still, crazy. Troy. It's still good. You should buy yourself something for your boogie board's birthday next summer. I mean that that's a quality product right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got a lot of stuff from the nineties. That speaking of which, I, I found a shirt from college and I posted it on the. Uh, if you went to ECU in the nineties, like a year ago, it came back up as a memory, and a lot of people started liking it, sharing it again. Uh, I got an offer on the shirt. Would you sell one of your college t-shirts for $5? Yes. No, this is like big money. Then wow. hell yes. Possibly like $50, $70 the shirt could be worth now. I told you one day, not you, but... The collective you. Yeah. That this stuff would be worth money one day, and here we are, it is. This is why I kept everything. So you're going to co- sell it and collect it? I don't know. It's got too much sentimental value. I don't here know if I can sell it. Yeah. But I'm thinking about it. So you're not, I mean, here's it was what you're, uh, anyway. what you're going to do is sell it and regret it or not sell it and regret it. Correct. Either way, you're, you're going right. to be full of regret. Which makes me wonder, how much is this original boogie board worth now? <laughs> well, I hate to say it. I mean, the the inventor just passed away. Do you think the value goes up Probably. at this point? It's Absolutely. in the news. It's just like a... It's in high demand. It's just like a, a rookie card. Yeah, baseball card. passes away, those things go up in value. They quit making them. You know, or signed auto, something special that's signed. Heck yeah, it's going up in value. All right. Yeah. Troy's uh, original boogie board could be on the market. Keep out uh, an eye out for that. Yeah, I would be willing to sell that. I think it was probably. How about, much are you going to. How much I want to say back for? then, even it was like 40 bucks or something, probably 40 $50 back mm-hmm. then. What do they sell? Nowadays, what, probably around 100 For a good one? I don't yeah. know. I should look it up. Yeah, I don't know. I remember buying it at the beach. You know, I think I'm probably like Burt Surf Shop. Burt yeah. Surf Shop. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Boogie Board. Back uh, when the paper hats were in. So uh, we got a whole nailers coming up. Uh, Panama Jack shirt. An interview, Troy D. Yeah. Um, Speaking of whole nailers. Yeah. <laughs> that was my setup for you. Yeah. You said you had a sleep. small. All right. So <clears throat> you know how there's certain people that think there's this conspiracy theory. That because we have a partnership. By the way, mostly just one dude. Yeah, one dude. Larry and Gary. Larry and Gary. It's two people now. That is true. He's got split personality. And by the way, the partnership started with Morgan when uh, Holt Naylor's was two years old. You got in early. Well, we saw the size of. I say we. You saw the size of Holt Naylor's. Yeah, that guy's a future quarterback. Yeah, we need to get in now. We need to get in on the Morgan Naylor's business. Yeah, smart move, right? Yeah. So anyway, um. So I'm going to tiebreakers for lunch today with Ellerbe, and we're walking in at the same time. Un- this is totally unplanned. This is how small Greenville is and how funny. This is how rumors get started. Guess who's walking in with us at the same time? 
Morgan Ehlers. Wow. And guess who is meeting Morgan for lunch sitting at the table next to us? No. Don't say it. Don't say it. <laughs> don't say it. No, don't. It's QB1? It is QB1. Oh. I'm like, man, this is now someone's going to see us yep. walking in together, having almost lunch together, and this they're like, this is the conspiracy. This is where it's all set. The pictures right. haven't been leaked yet? I know. I was waiting for someone to take some. That was today at lunch. So we had you guys had your meeting about the game plan. That's for exactly. Thursday. I was like, I told Morgan that going in. I said it's good. We can go ahead and get this out of the way. For, we can set the starters for Thursday night. Wow, there you go. <laughs> Larry, Gary, Terry, Sherry. Maybe is they're freaking right. out right now yeah. listening to this. So probably hear from him on Thursday. I'm looking up a vintage '90s Maury, and it's got the guy's name on it. Maury oh, yeah. Boogie Board. Is that kind of kind of like what no, you got? It's written like the boogie is written very similar. Mine's just a solid purple on the back which i liked this is going uh used for 80 bucks plus seven dollars uh, huh. tax no kidding 25 dollar delivery how much does a new boogie board cost nowadays though well i don't see like do they make they, they still make boogie boards don't they i guess i was looking for like know. the official boogie board like they make cheap foam ones now the thing about yeah. boogie board was it's legit i mean this thing would survive a nuclear blast i feel like all these are <laughs> it's, like it's the hard foam sealed and then the back of it's slick it's like a pl- hard plastic on the bottom <laughs> I, I, I just let that one pass me by you got a chuckle out of nuclear blast yeah these things are amazing <laughs> like, that i will say so that, so no, the guy it's like i haven't taken good it's not like i protect mine it's in great condition and we throw it around like crazy the guy went on to be an engineer at boeing so he probably did make credit. it yeah i mean it has stood the test of time yeah they go through the aftermath of a nuclear bombing and they find a boogie board. It's all roaches on top of boogie boards. Yeah, it has. All right. Uh, on that note, let's yeah. continue our Bud Light EC report. We'll hear uh, whole nailers before we take a break. Send it into hour three. Here's his meeting with the media today, and a bonus: two little bits from Mark Lindsay before we even get the thing oh, really rolling. Awesome. Here we go. So you've got USF coming up this week after on a short week. And- Put in a pretty good effort last week. Came up a little bit short. Um, talk about this week's game a little bit. Yeah, it's huge. Um, it's a big one for us to get back to four and four. Um, you know, all of our goals are still ahead of us um, with the bowl game and stuff. So it's a huge stretch of games. But you know, like I said, it starts with this one. It's a big Thursday night game for us. What do you see on film from South Florida? They're a good football team. You know, they're better than the record shows. But I mean, they're a good football team. Their defense has a lot of multiple front, kind of like kind of like we run. Um, not to that extent, but I mean, it's something that you don't see every single week. So. It's going to be a tough matchup, and you just got to go there and execute. How do you find that balance this week of obviously you got to get practice, get prepared to go, but you also have to rest up, I mean, to be prepared to go to? Yes, yeah, that's, that's a big one. Um, is getting the body right um, after a you know a long day Saturday, and then obviously the game and the trip back and getting back late. So um, usually we would practice on a Sunday um, in, in pads and all that. We didn't get the opportunity to do that just because how late we got back. But um, it's going to be big. I mean, it's a lot going to take a lot of. A lot of experience, um, a lot of, um, I don't even know how to say it really. I mean, we got the older guys to do it. Um, we'll be fine, though. We will be. Fulton, you mentioned long day. You guys waited five hours to play a football game. Just trying to stay focused through all that. Just, I mean, describe what was going on with you guys then. Yeah, um, we were sitting there with our pads for about an hour, and then he came in. We were like, you know, are we going to play right now? Can we take off our pads? And we took off our shoulder pads. Then he came in, said we can take off our lower half, um, get in the shorts, getting some comfy, and then cut off her tape and all that. And we're like, geez, we even going to play now? Um, so then, then you turn, like you said, five, six hours later. So 
Um, there was times in there where we didn't know what the heck was going on. We were just kind of waiting to hear. But um, and we felt like we were going to play. But at the same time, we were checking the radar just like everyone was, and it didn't look any better anytime soon. So when they did finally come in and say we were going to play, it was exciting. Um, you know, we got really excited. We were ready to play them the whole time. So. At times, you guys look greatly improved on offense. Other times, you look uncomfortable a little bit back there. Um, talk about what this team has to do to continue to improve offensively overall. Yeah, it's got to get better execution. I mean, Houston's a really good defense. Um, you know, they're one of the top ones in our league, if not the top one in our league and really in the nation. Um, you know, they're really skilled, but we just got to execute better. Um, it starts in third down. starts really first down. But when you do get to those third downs, we got to be better. I mean, everyone knows our third down percentages right now are not good. Um, so we just got to work on that, continue to execute. I mean, we got the guys to go there and do it. We just got to go do it. People forget how good Houston really is. You went toe-to-toe with them, came this close. So you can see the progression, and I know that's something that you can build on. You get, Obviously, you're getting better. There's no question. Yeah, for sure. Um, this program's nowhere close to where it was when I first got here, um, when Coach Houston first got here. So, But, I mean, now, you know, like I said, and like we've said this whole time, is we, you know, we, we're good enough to win these games. We just got to go out there and execute and win them. How excited are you to be back in Dallas? Very. It seems like it's been forever. I mean, I think it's been close to a month now. So um, it's excited to get back out there. Thursday night games, night games in Dottie are always fun. So excited to get out there. Can you talk about the importance of uh, just filling the stadium up? you got a national stage on Thursday, chance to show the country what East Carolina is all about. And those chances are, are getting to be fleeting as this conference alignment changes and whatnot. Talk about the importance of, of just filling up the seats and, and putting on a good presentation on Thursday. Yeah, it's huge. I mean, anytime you can show your brand like that, it's huge. Um, kind of like you said with all this conference stuff, um, you know, opportunities, you don't know when the next one will come. So, I mean, it's huge to, for Pirate Nation to show up and show what we're about and what we are because, I mean, a lot of people on the West Coast or people on ESPN who watch, I mean, I watch every single Thursday night game. That's what a lot of these, you know, student athletes do. And then for the high schoolers too, I mean, the recruits to see a full stands and, and an electric environment would be cool. You have a good connection going with Audi the last few games and also uh, – connected with Josiah a couple times now, feeling, feeling a good uh, connection with those guys? Yeah, I mean, they've worked super hard since they've got here. You know, Audie's been a guy that's, um, you know, always always been electric. Um, it's just, you know, when, once he gets into his rhythm, he's, he's really feeling it right now, and I trust him a lot, and Josiah's the same way. I mean, he's one of the faster players in the country, so anytime we can get him the ball deep down the field, I mean, he's going to make plays. So I'm just get those guys the ball as much as possible will definitely help. Mentioned trust, uh, you know, turnovers hurting you guys right now. How, how do you fix that shortly? Yeah, it's practice. Um, focus on it more. Um, we focus on it a lot, but just focus on it more. I mean, some things, I mean, just happen in football. It's just part of the game. But at the same time, I mean, if you can protect it and prevent it, um, it's definitely a big deal. You guys had the ball in the fourth quarter yard drive and potentially kicked a game with Google. It's like you may could have ran on the one play. I know it's always easy to second guess sitting up top, but like when you rewatch that on film, do you see that, or do you feel like you made the right decision? No, I felt like I should have ran on it. Um, I felt like I should have got the yards that I could have gotten and um, moved on to the next play. I mean, in situations like that, you always worry about stopping the clock and all that. But I mean, anytime you get yards like that with the space I had, I should have just took the yards and, and got the first down and moved to the next play. Is it just like a split-second decision where I guess it's always easy to, to look at it after the fact? Is it hard to make the, those calls in the heat of the moment, though? Um, it is. I mean, Shane was open. Yeah. Um, I mean, I shouldn't have thrown it across the field like that. But, I mean, anytime you see an open receiver like that late in the game, it's hard to pass it up. But at the same time, you know, it's got to see the situation, um, learn from it, and just grow from it. Holton, it's fun to watch your defense get better and better and better. They're really playing well right now. 
Yeah, they are. Um, those guys are running around hitting. Um, it's super fun to watch them guys. I mean, I trust them. They're playing really well right now. You know, it's time for the offense to pick it up and, and help those guys out and, you know, go, go for a little stretch here and win some games and get us to a bowl game. All right, there it is. Holt Naylor's quick week for the Pirates as he tries to dust off uh, some of the issues from Saturday night and move forward. We'll talk about it a lot in our three, Troy D, as the Pirates uh, got to bounce back and you're in uh, starting to get in must-win territory now if you want to get to a bowl game. Yeah, and I, look, we'll we'll talk about it, as you said, in the next hour. But, I, you know, man, the Pirates are knocking on the door, Clip. I mean, they're right there. I did not think, you know, I thought ECU would at least cover the 10 points which they did but i i don't know if i would have said oh man they were i mean they were in a position to win that game and a few years ago and i'm not trying to sugarcoat things but look let's be honest we would have gotten blown out by that houston cougar team so it, it's getting closer and closer i'm telling you eventually they're gonna they're knocking on the door one of these days they're gonna kick it through and hopefully it's gonna start this thursday all right, let's get a break in. We'll come back. Hour three of Pirate Radio Live on the way. We'll talk to Captain Chris Sutton from ECU Police. Also, Eric Ward from ECU Marketing to uh, get you ready for everything you need to know heading into Thursday night's game. Uh, any spread on whether Eric Ward's phone has a delay or not? Hmm. I'm going to say it's he's going to be on the same phone in the same area in the ward. In the no, what building is he in? He's in the uh, the fallout shelter over there. What's it called? Scales? Scales. Yeah, he's in the field house. Yeah, when you go in there, it's like a time warp. Yeah, it causes his phone to be on a two-second delay. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to say he still has the delay. All right, we'll, we'll find, find out. out. Okay. Uh, we'll be back with you. We'll also make you a winner. Open up the uh, booty bag on a Monday. Back with you after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Carolina Caliber has the area's largest selection for outdoor shooting, sports, and accessories and is one of the top firearm dealers anywhere. They have everything you need for hunting, home defense, and personal protection, including a wide variety for ladies and youth. Carolina Caliber will buy, sell, and trade. Carolina Caliber, locally owned and operated since 1960 on Fire Tower Road in Winterville. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here's your host, Clip Brock. All righty, hour three on this Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. We are going to recap the East Carolina-Houston game and also get you ready for east carolina south florida with a couple of guests coming up during this hour captain chris sudden from ecu police and also eric ward from ecu marketing will join troy d and i on the show we'll also make you a winner and open up the pirate radio booty bag so keep the music going surely because we'll do a short segment here so we can save some time for our guests coming up we'll hook up with 
Chris Sutton right off the uh, top here, right, Troy? Yes, we'll talk to uh, Captain Sutton from ECU Police. We'll get all the details. A lot of people wondering, hey, what time will the tailgate slot, tailgate slot open <clears throat> clip? Because it is a Thursday night game. You do have ECU, which is obviously in session. You also have two schools that are adjacent to the property that are uh, part of tailgating between Epps Middle School and Elmhurst Elementary School. So uh, the lots are not going to open up like normally at six hours. We'll get some clarification on that with Captain Sutton, and we'll also talk to Eric Ward about the uh, the blackout and some of the festivities they have. They've got the mobile app back for the lights that they're going to try and do again as they um, – feature with the fans so we'll get all the details coming up uh in the second half of the show with eric ward from ecu marketing so uh, a lot of details coming up if you're planning to go to the ecu game thursday don't go anywhere we're going to get you all the deets and if you're not you better pay attention because uh, a lot of traffic is going to be affected thursday night if you're on your way home from work too so we'll keep the pirate nation updated with all that we're already wearing our black ready to go for thursday this is my i just broke this out for the first time (laughs) it's our uh, bless you by the way you okay not really. I know. You didn't, you want to know? Touching me is probably not the thing <laughs> yeah, to do right. when I say I'm not okay. <laughs> I know. Um, I touch because I care. Thank you. Um, broke this out for the first time. This is our champion pullover uh, pirate radio uh, pullovers. What do you think? And it's black. I'm, I think I'm going to wear it Thursday. Looks great. Yeah. Thanks. Uh-huh. All right. Take a time out. Come back. <laughs> Captain Chris Sutton joins us after this. <laughs> Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Orthopedics Nisa and Sports Medicine Center of Greenville's new extended care clinic is now open Saturdays and Sundays from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. so you can avoid the emergency department for any urgent orthopedics care. For more information, call 757-2663 or visit orthoeast.com. Orthopedist East, providing services to Eastern North Carolina and the Pirate Nation for more than 35 years. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip Rock. Alrighty, back with you on Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday. Shirley Rhodes, Chandler Honeycutt, Clip Rock, and Troy D. Inside the Pirate Radio studios, we'll head out to the Fixed NC Live line, give you all the information you need to know Heading in to Thursday night's big game against the USF Bulls. It'll be the Pirates and the Bulls, 7.30 on ESPN. And hoping for a big crowd at Dottie Ficklin Stadium. Wear your black. It is a blackout. Troy D. and myself already donning the black. And uh, Captain Chris Sutton joins us on the Fixed NC Live line. He's known as the enforcer when he comes on to talk wrestling content. He is the captain today. Captain Chris Sutton, how you doing, sir? Doing good, Cliff. How about yourself? Doing all right. Hanging out with Troy D, so doing great. Hey, Captain, how are you? Doing pretty good, having the best day ever. That's awesome. You rack up more consecutive best days ever than anyone I know. That's right. Hey, I'm doing better than Gary from Gastonia. Yeah, and Larry. (laughs) What's next, Harry? And Sherry. (laughs) Yeah. All right, anyway, uh, Cap Sutton, let's talk about Thursday night. 
a little bit different. We've had Thursday night games before, so not that big of a deal for you guys, but it does create some logistical issues. Let's talk about what's going on Thursday. And first of all, uh, fans are wondering what exactly, what time will the tailgate lots open officially? So the tailgate lots open 4 o'clock on Thursday afternoon. Uh, so folks will be able to come in to their tailgate spots um, three and a half hours before the game. Now, this presents, because of the time that the lot's open, and it's also running into your afternoon traffic um, where folks are getting off of work between 4 and 5, um, creates some pretty um, interesting traffic dilemmas for people. So uh, we want folks to be aware, uh, because we've not had a Thursday night football game uh, like this where we've had fans to be able to come to the game um, in over a year and a half. So it'll be a culture shock for some people. Good point. Uh, so as we, as we said earlier, if even if you're not going to the game, if you're anywhere near the stadium, you better pay attention or try and take an alternate route home if possible uh, because it is going to be a lot of traffic. It's a lot of traffic that just on a regular day, Chris. So I imagine adding a football game in, is, I'm not saying it's a nightmare, but uh, it is going to cause considerable delays. Well, it, it just creates some challenges um, and for folks that aren't coming to the game, uh, they need to be aware of these traffic congestion issues that we'll have, uh, particularly around um, the athletic complex. And to pick an alternate route, um, it will save them some time and keep them from sitting into um, some lengthy traffic delays. Now, what about 14th Street? A lot of times that gets shut down um, at the intersection of uh, Charles Boulevard and 14th all the way to Elm. Is that, you know, normally on a Saturday, that's not that big a deal. That's that's a big road, kind of big thoroughfare there at that time of day to be shutting down. Is that going to close again? It will close at 4.30 on Thursday afternoon, and that is um, a very busy thoroughfare for people traveling um, east to west or west to east in Greenville. Um, and so uh, it's important for everyone to have identified a alternate route, I would suggest going down to 10th Street, maybe even over to 5th Street, um, to cut down on um, sitting in traffic for extended periods of time. Now, is that a city um, deal that they shut it down, or is that ECU requesting that? Just curious on why the need to close that street. We request that because of the heavy pedestrian traffic, because we have such a large amount of people that tailgate um, north of 14th Street. Um, the Student Pirate Club lot is off College Hill Drive. There's a lot of people that tailgate around Epps Middle School um, and down Elm Street, and there's a lot of foot traffic that has to cross over 14th Street. Um, and this coming Thursday night, uh, when people are coming to the game, they'll be crossing over at a point in time where traffic could be pretty heavy through there. And then also they're going to be wearing black, um, and yeah. so it'll be harder for the motorists to see the pedestrians. Good point. Um, what else do you guys want to get the word out about this Thursday night as far as from a you know, public safety standpoint? Well, the athletic department is really pushing hard to try to break the um, student attendance record um, for the game. And um, so because of that, and all the students arrive on foot, um, the pedestrian traffic will be extremely heavy on Thursday. Um, and so 
Um, whether you're traveling before the start of the game at 7.30 or you're traveling towards the end of the game around 10.30, um, motorists need to be aware of those pedestrians that are leaving the game, um, especially if they're wearing black. Um, be hard for them to see, and so motorists need to be very defensive in their driving. All right, once again, Captain Chris Sutton from the ECU Police Department joining us as we open up Hour 3 here on PRL. In case you're tuning in late, uh, the tailgate lots will open up at 4 p.m. for ECU tailgating this Thursday night for a nationally televised game against South Florida. Um, Chris, the the other thing I wanted to... uh, talk about too is i think the behavior at the games it's you know knock on wood i haven't seen any incidents you know during the game you, you see some stuff online of stadiums and often pro games of the, there's you know bad behavior and fights but it seems like east carolina uh fans have been very well behaved this year from a from an incident standpoint is am i correct on that for the last few seasons we have had very few problems whether it's in the stands or in the tailgate fields um, it seems that we have developed a very strong culture with our student body, particularly where um, they're engaged in the game and are um, pulling hard for the Pirates and want to see some Pirate wins and um, are supportive and not mischievous. Well, it's very positive news. Good to know. You know. Anything else, Captain Sutton, that you want to get out there while you're uh, on with the Pirate Nation here? Uh, remember that um, this coming weekend is Halloween, and so uh, be safe while you're out and about um, this coming weekend. It'll be uh, very busy all over the city. There'll be kids out uh, probably Saturday and Sunday uh, doing some trick-or-treating, and uh, we want everybody to stay safe, be safe, and uh, make good choices, and uh, don't get behind the wheel and um, drink and drive. Halloween is Sunday. Uh, what nights, uh, if any, is everything going to be blocked off here downtown? Uh, Sunday night's the big night where it'll be observed as the Halloween um, holiday. Uh, but then there'll be resources and additional staff that'll be out uh, both Friday and Saturday night. Um, I personally believe that um, Friday and Saturday night will be busier nights in the uptown area and um, in the area around the campus uh, more so than what it would be on Halloween night because it falls on Sunday. I, uh, Captain Sutton, I agree with you. I mean, and if I was a student, this is a dream scenario for me. You can almost get a three-night situation for Halloween, which is one of the bigger holidays for ECU students. So you get the de facto Friday-Saturday bump, and then, of course, the official party on Sunday if you choose to partake. So a three-night festival, if you will. I'm I'm really looking at it as a four night because you got your night football. Oh yeah, uh, they're not going to go home and go to bed when the game's over because <laughs> it's Thursday night, and they will try to see how far they can carry, um, see where their stamina will take them through the end of the weekend. All right, you better have your uh, energy drinks ready, Cap Sutton, because it is I guess it's a long weekend for you and your department. Yes, sir. We uh, are are looking forward to the game on Thursday. Hope to have a really energetic crowd. Would love to see um, a big crowd with a lot of passionate Pirate fans and um, ready for the weekend to to get here and to get done. Cap Sutton, thank you for your time. Appreciate your service to uh, the university, the community, and uh, we'll be in touch again soon. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you having me on, and thanks for how you promote 
Pirate Nation. Absolutely. Captain Chris Sutton joining us from the ECU Police Department. Those guys kind of unsung heroes trying to keep everything, you know, traffic moving, public safety. Think about their weekend. You know, most people can just have fun clip, but uh, from their side, you know, they're uh, trying to keep everybody in line from getting out of order. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Long so, four-night stretch coming yeah, up for those guys. That is. Um, we got Eric Ward coming up in uh, just a few minutes. We'll get to that at around 530. Uh, while you're here, Troy, I hadn't had time to catch up on this uh, discussion, but it's been about a week and a half since you came in here on uh, Shirley's birthday and said you thought about almost getting her a gift yeah well we don't do gifts around here i mean let's let's be honest i mean no one like we don't like we recognize birthdays i think we always do that we mm-hmm. wish everybody birthday we'll recognize it online and stuff but we're not like a you know we don't give i, I don't give you one you don't give me one lrb doesn't give anybody anything we Correct. don't give him Correct. anything you know we're just not we're not that type of people it doesn't mean we don't do other things we're just not you know everybody's got birthdays yeah and unless but like unless your last name is dreyfus i'm really not worried about pe- you know i'll recognize people's birthday but i'm not in the birthday gift but mode. yeah but you, you i was with chandler that day yeah and i had just like sent Shirley a met like a birthday message i said you know what i i should probably and it wasn't like a it would have been a, something small it wasn't like a big gift but i chandler you know what i was talking about because i still may go get it but it was <laughs> You but, keep saying that. Just stop saying. Just say well, I'm not going to. I got to go find it. Because just say one, I'm not going to. One of the g- items is very easy to find. The other items, you know, could be there's a supply chain issue. Uh, but I never was able to get it. But I know, and it was something that only Shirley would appreciate. Everyone else would be like, "That's what you got her." But Shirley would be like, "Oh man, thank you so much." And you, you thought know? you should come in here and tell her that you almost kind of got her or something. Well, I, I didn't. I was Wait. thinking about getting it, and then I was like, "Well, I could always give it to you another day." And so you're that, still but, thinking about giving it to yeah, her? And now it doesn't yeah. have to be a birthday gift. Now it could just be, you know what, thanks just for like being you, Shirley. Why don't Maybe you just it's even say, more special for just giving it to her just to be, just for her. Why don't you just say you're not going to get it? Because I, Why I keep dragging this thing don't out? Don't box me in a corner saying what I can or can't Her do. birthday was a week and a half All right, ago. Well, maybe it's not a birthday gift then. Maybe it's just a just because gift. Those so you're not getting comments. Shirley a birthday gift? I may. You, you're not. I, Her birthday is a week. It's over. Right. I did miss the birthday. Okay. But I still may get what I was thinking about, which would have been for her birthday, which would now be a just because gift. Did you come in and say that like you wanted credit? Like I don't that? think I did. did I, you tell, want, I don't. I don't remember. Did I tell Shirley that or tell Chandler that? You said it on the air. Oh, I did. You came in here, oh. didn't you, and told yeah. Shirley? Oh, that's well, right. let's let Shirley. It's the thought that counts. That's right. Right, Shirley? Did you want? I was thinking about you a lot that day. <laughs> did you want to thank you from Shirley? No, 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 no. Almost. No. Sure. So why say that to someone? Is my question. Like moving well, forward. Well, I wanted her to let her know I was thinking about her. A lot of times, that's you know. All you it, have to do is say happy birthday. I did. But, but I took it but to you the next only, step. You, you, I almost yeah. got her a gift. <laughs> <laughs> Which would have been a big deal, Shirley, because we've never exchanged gifts in like 30 years. It would have been a big deal. <laughs> yeah. But it's not because you didn't. Right, but I came close to doing that. <laughs> it was an almost. Oh, man. And if I wasn't so he's busy that digging day. digging that hole. I mean, just... Chandler could have gone with me and we could have... Why? Well, and you keep trying time. to bring Chandler into it. I, I guess he was with me. <laughs> no, he's he's going to be. He's he's like at the point now where he's like, look, if I'm going down, I'm taking Chandler with me. <laughs> yeah. I just think moving forward, just a simple happy birthday instead of hey, I almost kind of got you a gift. I thought about it. But I bought myself something. I'm going to open it live and on then, the air. Yeah, yeah, but that wasn't a gift. That just coincided. Just happened to be on the day, and we did the fun unboxing. That wasn't a gift I got. That was just a shirt I bought. It happened to arrive the day of your birthday. 
And you opened that you it opened on, on, on my in front of on, her. in front yeah. of me on my that, birthday. That, that had nothing to do with your birthday. That, that's fake news right there. That's how you people in the media like to spin things right there. Try to create a story where there isn't a story. You had already, I see how you guys work. You already forgot about her birthday at that point, or how? yes, I had totally forgotten about it by that, at that point. <laughs> had nothing to do with her birthday. Full disclosure. By the time five thirty rolled around, I had completely forgotten about her birthday. All right. So yeah. just to get the story straight, no not, birthday gift for Shirley from right. Troy. But still a potential just because just gift. The, no the just the thought of the gift yeah. that he did not get. Did you tell him birthday. thank you? For what? For well, thinking no, no, no. about was, almost getting you a gift. For thinking about you. Why you're, should I say thank you for thinking he about, about almost yeah. getting you something? You're welcome. <laughs> wow, she didn't even appreciate you not getting her anything. Wow. I can't believe How it. selfish, Shirley. Wow, guys. Hey, I'm going to buy myself something See on your I birthday. Think about getting you a gift again next year. Let's not make this like the LSU post game show. <laughs> you can forget about my thoughts for now on. Good. Oh, man. I will say. I'm going to have to think about other people now. Tony. Uh, <laughs> Tony Collins didn't show up to the show because I forgot to remind you to remind him. See, we're not thinking about him enough. So we had a great hour of just kind of talking about yeah. your birthday. My, my notifications on my phone were blowing up. <laughs> I told I you. The tail, I caught the tail end of the show and I heard just enough to know enough. I'm like, oh, this is a roast hour. So you were literally that. like supporting your son at his football game yeah. while we were bashing you. So thank you for you're giving welcome. us a uh, full hour worth I'm of content. Gl- I'm glad you guys could get a kick out of things. All right, let's uh, take a time out when we return. As always, you got to be a good sport. If I'm going to dish it out, you got to be able to take it. That's right. Yeah. You know, I, I had no issue. And with if that. you don't dish out gifts, you got to be willing to <laughs> right, take right. it. <laughs> that you say you but might. But then here's the problem think I was thinking about. about. Doing. If I start now, and we haven't done this ever, Shirley, you don't ever get me anything. I don't get you anything. If I start giving you something now, I thought about this. Then am I obligated next year to have to kind of keep this going? No. no. It'd be nice. I, nobody is ever obligated to give a gift. You I, know, I don't ever expect anyone to get me anything. Just maybe her being here 20 years or whatever. It'd just be a nice gesture. Look at the t-shirt she's wearing. That sweet pirate vibe shirt we got her. <laughs> the new lid she's wearing. She gets stuff all the time. Just for being her. Jeez. Am I right? And doesn't say thank you. Oh, now that's BS. Because I always say thank you. I come in every day and I tell Troy and Jonathan, thank you for allowing me to work here. He does. Clip is very uh, generous like that. It's probably one of our... But that's me. That's Clip's one of our most gracious employees. And every day at 6 o'clock, I think about saying, Shirley, thank you. That was a great show. I don't do it every day or any day. Can you thank Clip for thinking about you? (laughs) What? What? All right, Eric Ward's going to join us. I am us. thanking people. Shirley, thank you for taking us to break. <laughs> so now I have to thank people for thoughts? Yes. Oh, well, you definitely don't want to know what I think right now. You're welcome. My thoughts? <laughs> You're not going to be saying thank you, I promise you. <laughs> Eric Ward joins us after this timeout.
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Save lives, be a hero, and make $700 your very first month donating plasma at Griffles Biomat USA. It's the easiest way to make some extra money. Start now at Biomat USA on 505 South Memorial Drive. Make up to $700 in a month and save lives now at Griffles Biomat USA. A better donor experience and better pay. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip Rock. All righty, back with you. Hour three of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Rock, Troy D here coming up at the end of this segment. Get your phones ready because we'll make you a winner. Open up the booty bag here. On a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live, joining us right now on the Fixed NC Live line from ECU Marketing and also a sports trivia all-star, he is Eric Ward from East Carolina joining us. Eric, how are you doing today? Clip, I'm doing wonderful. Uh, first, I do want to give a quick shout-out. Uh, Shirley Rhodes uh, staying in the studio until, what, 2, 2.30 in the morning and then showing up to a soccer game to read the longest PA in the history of mankind for uh, Senior Day. Thank you, Shirley, for doing that. We really appreciate it. Well, thank you, Eric. I appreciate it. It it was a long night. And uh, those senior day reads are... Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're long. A lot of verbiage there. So, good work. How did she do? She did, uh, I would say, uh, eight, uh, given the circumstances, eight plus. So, I really appreciate it. We got to get you a new cell phone, Eric. Troy, I mean, we just went through this. It worked perfectly I, fine. Well, there, wherever you're sitting right now, don't move. The de- now, there is no delay. Still, not, not a That's delay a good this time. Thing. It was it was just got like that for a second. So now, wherever you are, don't move, Eric. Don't swivel in the chair. I'm standing still. All right, perfect. You sound good now. <laughs> uh, all right, let's talk about Thursday night. Uh, big blackout game. It's that means to wear black, students. By the way, that's what uh, you're asking fans to do to wear the color black. And uh, what other promotions you guys have going on? I know there's a big lights thing with the app. I remember y'all did that a couple years ago. It was pretty cool. Yeah, so this is a, uh, Troy, I'll tell you, a student-focused game uh, with our students missing a lot of games last year due to the pandemic. Uh, and it being Halloween weekend, Thursday night game, we thought, you know, let's do something fun and make this game really student-focused in every way. So from start to finish, it is going to be geared towards uh, our younger Pirate fans. Uh, we do have the Pirate Lights app returning. Uh, you can download that in Google Play, Android, or Apple. Uh, it is, you just look up Pirate Lights, and we're going to have that actually a show this time for the uh, Purple Haze, uh, also for No Quarter, and then uh, five times throughout the game uh, for trivia, three of which will be awarded uh, special prizes from Pepsi, including really, really nice coolers. So uh, kind of a neat wrinkle for this game only uh, for the students. But, yeah, Pirate Lights app is going to be awesome. All right, this is an ESPN game, so a national game. Great opportunity for ECU to get showcased on some uh, on, on the main channel on uh, national TV. This is ESP, the, the mothership, correct? It is the mothership. Yeah, so this is a big opportunity for ECU and Greenville. Uh, it's been a while since I think we've been at home game on ESPN. We're on an ESPN platform all the time, but I'm talking about the main channel. I think last time the lights literally blacked out. <laughs> yeah uh hopefully that won't happen again jj's got the fuses set so we're we're good i think on that but uh how, how are the ticket sales going for this thing i know a little bit weeknight games are sometimes tough yeah i think we're looking at a crowd right around thousand obviously with it being the weeknight we're not anticipating uh individual tickets 
certainly from outside Pitt County, but we do anticipate a very, very large student crowd. We're actually pushing to break a student attendance record, which is set uh, on the opening game of the 2016 season. So we're trying to get somewhere in that 10 to 11,000 or more range for the students. Uh, that should carry the number, I would think, right around 30,000 or over it. Uh, definitely in, in anticipation of a large crowd coming game early. This is, in, you know, for all fans. We're actually offering a discounted uh, concessions early bird special, 5.30 to 6.30 p.m., uh, $2 for hot dogs, drink, uh, popcorn, candy, name it. So something to kind of help people to get into the stadium early to avoid the congestion, particularly in the Boneyard area. All right, so let me just get that straight. 5.30 to 6.30, if you're in the stadium, you can get a hot dog or a Pepsi or a what? Uh, popcorn? Uh, drinks, uh, popcorn, and and it's two bucks each. Is that right? Yep, two dollars. All right, good deal. Clip. I'll turn things over to you here. <laughs> uh, I did see something earlier. I think it was from Kenny uh, on the Facebook live feed, Eric, about uh, getting more live music at halftime. I know a lot goes into this, but is that something that you, you might look into doing more? Due to you know, was that a successful venture? Having Parmalee here playing during halftime, he said it helped keep a lot of butts in seats. So is that something you've uh, had any meetings about after that to maybe do again down the road? Yeah, no question. I think uh, it was a perfect storm to kind of bring that together for the homecoming game, but that's definitely something we've discussed uh, for future years to be able to do a little bit more consistently uh, given the success of it. Um, So I know that's actually one of the things that uh, myself and the Marching Pirates are working on as well since they are the traditional halftime show and will continue to be that um on uh spicing up so i know like one of the things they're doing for example this week is a special space themed show uh be pretty neat but uh yeah we definitely are going to make halftime a focus uh next year moving on uh given the success of that and if that involves bringing entertainment acts we are certainly open to doing that man and parmalee did great uh that, that was awesome it was so good i actually got in a debate with a friend uh, he thought it might have even been lip synced. I'm like, no, it's not lip synced. You know, it was way too much that went in it. But that's how good they sound that they thought it was almost too perfect. Uh, so great job. What a compliment to Parmalee, I thought. But uh, speaking of music, Eric, uh, I did get a compliment from some folks, and I agree with them. The music in the stadium that you got, I know you're involved with that. Uh, great variety this year. You're kind of shaking things up a little bit from old school to new stuff and everything in between and different styles. Uh, great music selection this year in the stadium. Appreciate that, Troy. We actually made a focus to delete everything that was on the uh, previous uh, DJ computer and uh, kind of built Credit from scratch. So that's starting with game one this year. It's been overhauled, and uh, we'll continue to do so each year to keep it fresh. All right. Well, we're now uh, getting interference. I think. Uh, oh, boy. I kind of want to hear what this person Yeah, hold saying. on. Hold on one second here. This must be Gary in Gastonia. I don't know. We're getting a bleed-in signal from someone else. Another conversation we're going to use. I tell you, are you in scales, Eric? Yes, I am. (laughs) There's a lot of weird stuff. Scales is like the UFO Area 51 Center. It's the the Bermuda Triangle of ECU. If there was a disturbance, it would be over in scales. And there is. This is creepy. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Eric, it's not you. It's them. Yeah. Hey, but thank Eric, thank you for coming on, man. We appreciate it, and we'll see you out there Thursday night.
Appreciate you guys as always. Thanks very much. Thanks, right. Eric. Eric Ward, ECU Marketing, Fan Engagement. Uh, good news, Troy. No delay? No delay. We fixed the delay issue. <laughs> that is good news. He just needs There's... to just go outside. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I thought about calling him like on, on if they have an office phone. You know, some people don't even have office phones anymore. But I was like, no, nah, let's roll the dice. Let's go with the cellular call in Scales Fieldhouse, which is like a bomb shelter. You know, it's amazing you get a signal out of there. You know, you go some places, it's a dead zone. Well, that sounded pretty almost dead. Life support. I, I, yeah. I made this uh, comment Saturday night, Troy. The only people that use home phones, whatever you want to call them, landlines now, are uh, football players yeah. on the sidelines. Yeah. I saw Holt Naylor's using a phone that I haven't seen in like 25 years. Yeah. They're like still a, using that technology. That's where those phones have gone, to yeah. the sideline. Everybody has sent their old home phones to the sidelines of football. Yeah, games. it's funny. They haven't gone cellular yet on the sidelines. Not quite. Yeah, so. they can have wire, NFL has wireless playbooks, everything, yeah. but yet the the phone is still hardwired. That's right. That's interesting. All right, uh, tell you what, let's open up the Pirate Radio booty bag here on a Monday. Shirley Rays. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. All right, we'll get the week week that is started off right. Shirley, what are we giving away today? We are giving away a $140 gift card to revive health and wellness. I need that right now. I need to revive myself. I need to hydrate Yeah, a lot. So that's uh, great coming off a weekend. We'll make you a winner of that right now. 317-1250. Caller number? Eight. Caller eight. 317-1250. Our big winner here on a Monday. Still got more to go on Pirate Radio Live. We're back with you after this. <laughs> you're listening to hour three of pirate radio live this hour of prl is brought to you by bud light reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly bud light the official beer of the ecu pirates and proudly distributed by carolina eagle distributing since 1989 now back to the show welcome back it was a good day for the stock market today the dow was up 64 points at 35,741 the nasdaq was ahead 136 points at 15,226 and the S&P was also up 21 points at 4,566. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors Financial Report. For a personal look into investing, call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. And congratulations to Drew Beecham of Greenville. Got a $140 gift card to revive health and wellness. If you're tired, sluggish, down in the dumps, then maybe you need to hydrate. Revive Health and Wellness in Greenville offers IV hydration that can help you with lack of energy, improves your mood, assists with immunity, and even fix a hangover. The team at Revive Health and Wellness are licensed and registered nurses that will assist you in preparing for your IV session. Revive Health and Wellness, located at 2710 East 10th Street in Greenville or online at revivehealthwellness.org. Now back to you, Clip. All righty. Great giveaway today. $140 gift card? Yep. Dude. 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 I heard wow. from Captain Bill since that call. That's pretty good. We all did a pretty good dude right there, right there. Right there, right there. Speaking of uh, calls, we uh, talked about this with co-owner Jonathan Ellerby mm-hmm. in hour one. Let's talk to the other co-owner now. By the way, I, uh, great job Saturday night, Clip. Thank you. I know you were tired. Uh, things got sideways 
due to no fault of her own. But this is what sets Pirate Radio apart when other people and other stations would just be in bed for hours. Uh, we serve the Pirate Nation. We take your calls. And credit to the Pirate Nation. Man, the the, the online feeds were bumping. Uh, the calls were bumping. And even though it was 2 in the morning, it's, hey, when the game ends, we go on. And I uh, want to thank our hardworking employees for their effort for that. Great job, Shirley Chandler. Yep. As well. Um, we had a call from Gary in Gastonia. Mm-hmm. And it sounded like he might have been Larry's brother. Yeah, it was definitely Larry related. Yeah. Uh, not going to play the whole thing, but did want to play this one part just to know. Was if, this him? Yeah. Okay. This is from that yeah. call. <clears throat> okay. We just want to know can we continue to play this part mm-hmm. if we choose to do so? And if this is allowed to play on Pirate Radio. Okay. All right. Let's hear it. So let's hear it. All right. You guys just literally sit there and suck the tit of, you know, everybody else. So suck the tits. Hmm. He didn't say well, teats. I think the bigger question is not whether we can play it or not, whether, whether we can continue to do that or not, Clip. Can we continue that? Sucking behavior? the tit? Yeah. Physically, yes, but morally, should we? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, because obviously that's, you know, what's going on here. So you're okay with tit? Uh, I I would prefer the the correct pronunciation of that is teat. Correct. Yeah, we're like goats. But we don't have that so, clip. We only have what we have. Yeah. Uh, you know, it is what it is. But maybe, <laughs> what does that mean? Maybe you should stop that behavior. He was talking to you, right? Well, he said you guys. You guys? So is he referring to all of us? Yes. Uh, y'all hang on just a second. <laughs> All right, so you're... I don't care. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I just don't know where to draw the line. Yeah, I don't know. I thought you dropping the S-bomb was a little bit worse, but it was also... Well, I know I can't say that. Yeah, but it was also 2.30 in the morning. I'm not so, going like, to do that again. I, I know. I'll give you a pass on that. That was a one-time deal. Yeah, but he deserved it. I almost uh, said he was a bleephead, and you said it on the air, which he, he was. But I think it's also a shtick. I don't even, you know, I think this is just a character. Like the guy that called in asking for Coach Mo. Like, I, I just think some people are just trying to that be That was definitely yeah, like a shtick. A like funny, this is they're trying to be funny. Try to be funny. Yeah. I, I like the people that are funny that don't try and be funny. Exactly. More yeah. of those. Yeah. Uh, Christy says the language is not appropriate. Okay. Yeah. We'll have And I think to. that's where it's going to fall. I think guys probably don't care i would say females are not gonna be okay well, with that depends on the female i don't think yeah. shirley has a problem with it. some other women may not well surely it's up to the individual you're the only female here it doesn't bother me it, it takes a lot to offend me so. but actually i got this idea because early shirley was shirley that's shirley earlier well that's been something early happens shirley. earlier with shirley shirley yeah uh she said you know uh, can we play this because we're so used to hearing teat in that context. Yes. Right. And not, you know. Yeah. So, anyway. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting concept. <laughs> um, it's yeah. part of the conspiracy theory, bud, because it's all local, local politics. politics, bud. Yeah. yeah. There's so, local politics, bud. Will Larry, Gary call Thursday night? Local teat sucking, bud. I think he only calls if we lose. If we yeah, win. we don't hear from him when you win. Yeah, he's only been a loser caller. And I got a feeling, Clip. I got a feeling, and I ain't waiting to put it out there. Pirates win Thursday night. That's bold. They're seven-point favorites. I, I'm just telling you, I have a feeling. Okay. I I got it right last week. I'm not proud of it, but I did. 
This week, I'm saying Pirates victory. All right. Pirates win it. You got a score in mind and your vision? Not yet. I just feel a, a victory. I have not had a vision of the score yet. Sometimes I'll dream and I'll like numbers will come up in my dream. So is that concerning to you? No. Mm-mm. <laughs> it's just part. It's, you just go with it. Yeah. I'll dream stuff. Sometimes I wonder whether it's a dream or a premonition. Often, I need to start writing stuff down too immediately when I wake up, so I can remember some of the stuff. You know. But it's the thought that counts. It is. <laughs> Very well done, Chandler. Thank you for paying attention this time. <laughs> a lot of times he just dozes off in the space at least he is listening oh, to the show today it's turning everything on me yeah gotta get somebody under the bus as long as it ain't yourself uh troy what else did you do this weekend uh actually what did i do that oh i i used this opportunity 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 and you know i never really noticed that until uh chandler started doing that and then i heard coach kind of say he does have a interesting accent on opportunity Gene. Yeah. Opportunity. 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 Uh, to visit the beautiful coast, the crystal coast of eastern North Carolina, which we're blessed to be so close to here. And uh, was at the beach. Oh, so, so you and Ellerby went to the beach. Yeah, not together. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. How was it? Beautiful. Beautiful. Down That's there. Good. Although the delay kind of, I you know, had to go in. It's a five-hour delay. That was a long time to be, like, laying on a couch doing it's nothing. a long time to be at the beach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the commitment to stay up for the game, I did not fall asleep. I think you'd be proud of me. Very. And then, and then yeah. I'm like, I stayed up for the entire post game. Very. Like that for me, usually I'm one of these Seeing guys. you still like comment and stuff, I was like, man, Troy yeah. is still up. Where was Weaver? Where's Weaver? He was What's not. Weaver doing now? Who's our Weaver? He was not He was here. asleep. Yeah. Yeah. He, he did a, say he had an obligation Sunday he morning. Did. He had an event. He had an event to go to. Either way, he wasn't there. Yeah. What'd you call him? Weak? It was a little weak. Weak Weaver. Weak Weaver. <laughs> Maybe he can make up for it this Thursday night. He did text me saying he'd be wide eyed and ready to go Thursday night. Mm-hmm. So, all you Weaver, Weaver maniacs, Weaver acts. Are there people that are Weaver maniacs? There are we Weavers out there. <laughs> are we be- <laughs> There's Weavers. <laughs> he will be back Thursday. There's Thursday Weavers. Night. Yeah. That uh, that go, that drops it to now just Shirley and I who have perfect attendance on game days for yes. our jobs that we do here. Correct. Yeah. Yep. That's that's right. Two hundred and twenty-eight right. and counting. Yeah. Oh, is sure. that how many how many shows? How many game days, Shirley? Two hundred and twenty-eight <clears throat> since two thousand three. Correct. Wow. Has it been that many? Well, I thought it was two twenty-seven, but I forgot we did two game days for the same game and then you almost had two in a row uh, uh this past yeah. week yeah we two game days for the same game the a and t game because we had to, we had to do a pre-game second pre-game show <laughs> so we had to count That's that as a game day i've ever been <laughs> yes that. that is the absolute angriest i've ever seen so we did clip. the pre-game show and then the game got canceled but we didn't have to do the post game because it was canceled no we, we had no. to do the post game the next day Right, but right. we had to do we the pregame the, the next day in. too. We you did two pregames no for game. one game. Right, I know. <laughs> so we got the night off Saturday. Yeah, we <laughs> got the night. Come, yeah, we had to come, come back, back the next and day. Then that guy had nothing off Sunday. Yeah. yeah. So we literally did two game days for one game. Yeah, that was that made last Saturday look like a picnic. Uh, Mike says until next fifth quarter, we're going to call him Billy Lever. <laughs> <laughs> Attaboy, Mike. Oh, man. Well done. Uh, give well him the done. rim shot. Give him the rim shot. Josh Thomas says, uh, 
Weavers wobble and sometimes they fall down. Well, that's yeah, pretty good. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, a little, a little throwback for Weeble Wobble fans. If yeah. you're an uh, older generation, Weebles you'll remember. Weebles wobble, but they don't fall yeah. down. In his case, weavers wobble and sometimes fall down. Sometimes they <laughs> lay down and yeah. go to sleep and miss the postgame. <laughs> oh, good man. stuff, that pirate people. Let me read that. Where was that comment, the last one? What did he say again? Read that one more time. I can't see uh, it. Mike said, until the next fifth quarter, he's Billy Lever. Billy Lever. That's great. <laughs> wow. That's very creative. We have My, some of the best creative people listening and watching this show. Mike also said it's local politics, bud. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. One Love day, it. Uh, I need Mike Mike's start, on a roll. One one day, to, he needs to start writing my material. One day Mike P is just going to do the whole show, yeah. and I will take a back seat. Good stuff. All right. Am I back with you, I guess, Friday? Uh, let's do Friday at 3 with right. Coach Smith. All right, we'll break it, and then we'll have an interesting show because we'll break down the game. Bring your own okay. folders. Yes, and uh, I'll check in with you on uh, some tailgate reports Thursday. No PRL, but we will have a Bud Light pregame tailgate. 3.30 coming up on Thursday. All right, Shirley, Chandler, we'll see you fine folks Tuesday, 3 o'clock, for an all-new edition of Pirate Radio Live. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.